Oh no, they did another YKS. Look out, here comes another YKS. Time to find out why YKS. Sit down and listen to Mike and JF. Oh no, they did another YKS. Now you gotta hear another YKS. Time to find out why YKS. Put your headphones on and listen to this. Why that's for your, cause you're what's wrong. Kenny's Kickstarter, you know the platform. S as usual stands for sucks. Like crowdfunding unnecessary stuff. We got the six pack and nobody's sure what that is. Joke blogger, yes, Sandler, the dookie list. Call the piss line, last number they had. Mike and Jesse here to tell you why your Kickstarter's bad. Oh no, they did another YKS. Look out, here comes another YKS. Time to find out why YKS. Sit down and listen to Mike and JF. Oh no, they did another YKS. Now you gotta hear another YKS. Time to find out why YKS. Put your headphones on, it's YKS. Oh no, did they do the, did you guys do the long theme? I'm talking to our engineers. You gotta take that off. I don't know. I don't know why we have. I keep because the the bit that I had was we would do the long one, right? The very first time, yeah, and then never do it again. We've done it consistently. I think every time one. since. Yeah, yeah. So sorry about that. <clears throat> it's our engineers' fault. Looking at those guys, there's the big glass panel. We got the big window here. He's shaking his head. Well, look, it's and he's like, uh, he's got one of those Kangol hats on. Yeah, you know, like uh, what's that guy with the big long beard who does all the music videos? You know what I'm talking about? Uh, Do you know who I'm talking about? What's his name? Spike? Is it Spike? Or is it the other guy? You're talking about Ruben? Rick is Ruben? Rick yeah, Ruben? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, him. Yeah. Did he get canceled yet? I don't think he got canceled. Okay, good. So it's like uh, our producer is Rick Ruben then <laughs> in that case. So thanks, Rick. Yeah, it used to be um, mm-hmm. uh, Pee Wee Herman. Yeah, back in the early '90s, and then it was Michael Jackson, and then it right. was, and re- more recently it was uh, Harvey Weinstein. Yeah, so and we haven't had good luck with audio producers. That's why the quality is so bad because they've been distracted, I think, with their um, many legal issues. Yeah, and all of the harassment and stuff. So. And they're freaking innocent. I mean, let's let's well, not get into. <laughs> I think Pee Wee is innocent, though, right? Because what was his thing again? He jacked off in a theater. Now, did he jack off? Because I know that... And sorry, we'll get into this in just a second. This is YKS. You're listening to your Kickstarter sucks. The podcast about Kickstarters with Jesse Farrar and Mike Hale. Right now, we're talking about Pee Wee Herman and whether or not he jacked off. I think... Fred Willard did. I think think he... Fred Willard jacked off? Fred Willard... Fred Willard jacked off. Oh, oh, I know. Um, The guy from Wham! didn't jack off, but he pretended like he was going to, and then he got arrested. So what they did for... I think uh, you mean the guy from Willard, not Fred. Like, uh, what's his name? Crispin Glover? Glover. <laughs> uh, did, did he get jacked? Did he, he jack off? He looks like did he... Did he get jacked off? Well, I don't... He looks like it, but no. I, Fred Willard, got he got he got stung in a porno by the big porno bee. Was this recently? I mean, it wasn't like in the 70s. <clears throat> when Look, was this? Fred Willard... He just looked up Fred Willard, me too. Well, so he was. This was this was in 2012. Really, he paid 13 bucks to watch "Follow Me Too," the client list parody, and "Stepdad Number Two. Okay. Yeah. Um, and this is the guy from Best in Show, Anchorman. This is Spinal Tap. So 20 minutes later, two officers busted in just to see if anybody was jerking off. Yeah. This is what the cops do. This is <laughs> the police so funny, department. Dude. 
That's so funny. Because the adult theater can be there. That's not a problem. Yeah. And they can show pornos. That's not a problem. Yeah. But every now and then they got to go by to make sure no one's coming. Well, in they there. just use it as they to as a like a uh, you had like a this strike and somebody got caught right. jacking off the, this time. So you, now the three strike you're out of here or whatever. Right. We don't want you in our neighborhood. It, it's like a form of control to. Uh, that's right. Crack down on that shit. It's just I mean that's why that's why weed is illegal because. <clears throat> Uh, they all knew the people who started the war on drugs, Nixon and all those guys knew that it would be a way to crack down on. Well, weed. they said that, uh, it was all like black people That's right. smoking weed back in the thirties or whatever. And it was associated with like jazz and everything. And everybody was like, ah, oh, can't have these yeah. black devils. Exactly. That's this. exactly what it is. They like use they to get their foot in the door. An entire they thing. say, well, look, we can't make black people illegal. Yeah. We'll just make all the stuff they like illegal. Yeah. And they'll be so miserable they'll move away or something. Yeah. Like, oh, I guess we'll go back to wherever Africa weed's legal. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't work. Didn't quite work like, out. I though. can't. I can't imagine like why. I don't know. I mean, it, to be like a guy in uh, the southern United States, a white guy at that time, must have been like so good. You could do whatever you want, right? And then like, just, oh, this must be black people doing it. <laughs> just free run. Of everybody's the place. like, yeah, that's right. Essentially, like the yeah, like the fifties for white guys was just like like a permanent weekend. the fucking golden age. That's why everybody's yeah. saying we need to get back to America, back to his roots and everything like that, back to the 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 great age of man. Like and any white's, black person, white's any, number one. Any any person of color is like, yeah, that time wasn't so great. Yeah, to be honest with you, it's kind of bad. White people just remember like the newspaper showing up all the time. Yeah, fucking leave it to Beaver and stuff. Yeah. Like even those shows are so pernicious in the way that they frame that, you know. You know what I'm saying? Like, like watching those shows and realizing, like, this is a window into what people in that era were presenting as values. It's so fucked. It's like if there is if there is anyone who isn't just like a normal like the the standard white guy, mm-hmm. the great the the standard issue white guy. If there's anyone who's not that like big buck tooth smiling dude, yeah. he, he's like a he's like a character. It's like, well, there's old, you know, Tom or whatever, and he would be like, yeah, well, I got this one arm. Yeah, it's he's always a, he's a kook, huh? Yeah, it's crazy, man. It sucks. But anyways, I'm glad all that's over with. Anyways, it's all over with. So the cum cops come in. We're all better. The cum cops come in. They bring out their special guns. They're scanning for horny levels. Yeah. You know, uh oh, we got a black light. Yeah, just trying to see if you're jacking up. They did the same thing to Pee Wee. They uh, said he was like whack. Let him whack it. Let him whack his meat off. It says the cops come there four or five times a week. <laughs> this is what uh, this is. Somebody okay. So this is from the article. This is, I'm reading this from the Daily Beast. It says this is a quote from a patron of the thing. Uh, oh no no he's the he works there. Sorry. Police come here for routine checking, says Jafor, a native of Bangladesh who sits in a cloudy glass ticket booth at the front of the theater house, handing patrons a yellow ticket good for four hours before they step through the turnstile. Uh, They, the police, have come here many times, sometimes four or five times a week. They're checking to see if people are drinking or jacking off. This is a quote in... (laughs) So... They so they they walked up to Fred Willard who sat in the back row, which is a power move. Yeah, sitting in the back row. That means not only am I going to be jacking off, 
Uh, I'm watching all you guys jack off. I want somebody too. looking over my shoulder copying my jack off moves. Yeah. So. Hey, is that how Fred Willard yeah, fucking cranks off? Get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> um. So he said he was. He just went outside. He was like, I didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. So I don't know how you. I'm not really sure what the deal is. Do you just you just throw that thing back in, or if if the cops come up to you <clears throat> and you're and you're mid jack and you're J and O. You just throw it back in and say, "Nah, I didn't have my thing out." Yeah, if it's if it's illegal, I think I would say throw it back in the throw pants. it back in. No, don't just keep going. Yeah, what are you talking about? Yeah, <laughs> just jacking it. Kind of gaslight the cops a little bit. Uh, oh, is this what you call jacking off? This oh, that's a, interesting. I'm just you haven't even seen me jack off. I'm yet. just watching a movie, but you guys are the perverts. Cops handcuff themselves and walk out. <laughs> Sorry <laughs> we were, to bother you. We were the bad guys. <laughs> Jafor says, uh, business has been slow because of the police inspections, despite such film offerings as King Dong Volume 2 and Nut Busters. Because of the raids, not as many people come, he says. So clearly the guy who wrote this was having a little fun. Like, uh, yeah. Oh, it was actually a lady. She was like, hey, can you tell me some of the other names of porno so I can put it at the end of the, the last paragraph? The lady wrote this, and it's funny because women aren't fucking funny. Okay, here we go. Let's just not. Kidding. We were just talking about getting Me Too'd. And he got fired by PBS for jerking off. Yeah. So people, everybody at PBS had to say, okay, everybody, looks like we didn't they know this. They got into a big circle in the morning. Yeah. And like, uh, remember when I worked at, I worked at Walmart mm-hmm. in like uh, 2000 and zero. The normal way of saying it, I yeah. I think. <laughs> it was a long time ago. Right. And uh, I only worked there for like a month because it sucked so much ass. Mm-hmm. Um. But they had the fucking cult like meeting oh, yeah. in the in the morning where they would stand in a circle and they would do the chants and stuff and like clap and stuff. You gotta be paying me a little bit more than like fucking whatever it was, six dollars an hour right. to fucking chant with you, dog. Yeah. I, I'm not gonna do it. I'm sorry. It's bad it's bad enough. I get paid quite a bit more at my current job mm-hmm. and you couldn't you couldn't convince me to do half the shit that they want us to do there. There's no fucking way. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and need health care if you're going to need me to stand and clap in the morning. And this is off the clock I'm doing this. Yeah. So nuts, dude. It's so nuts. That's culty. That's culty. Well, yeah, because did you actually... So I assume in training you watched the anti-union video. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very common. They show everybody that anti-union video. Like, uh, if somebody comes up to you and tries to get you to join a union, mm-hmm. say no. I need an adult or something like that. Yeah. Just a bad fucking... Just a bad scene. They're so scared of unions. They are, and they should be. Because unions actually are, I mean, they actually are powerful. That's what Fred Willard and, uh, what's his name? Peanut Butter? Yeah. Huey Herman. Peanut Butter Herman. <laughs> That's what they should have done. They should have joined a jackers union. Oh, there you go. Threatened not to jack anymore if they keep getting, well, we just won't jack. Wait a minute! No, you won't. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, no. Hold on now. I'm gonna Just be a big, the... big, fat like uh, yeah. uh, Monopoly guy with like, a <laughs> cigar. Now hold on, good one, goddamn minute. Now hold on one second. I've heard of jacking off scabs, but I didn't know they were crossing picket lines to do it. That'd be me. I'm standing outside the jacking off factory. Like, uh, yeah. did I cross the picket line? Yeah, you but, have your dick in your hand. You're like, oh, they're mm. throwing all their Vaseline at me and stuff as I cross. Let people jack off, all right? And how fucking pathetic are you to be the jacking off cop? There's a, there's, so there's, I think there's like a certain, 
What were we talking about? It's the other called day? a beat. We we're talking about something. Oh, we were talking about Donald Trump. Yeah, I think it was yesterday or the day before about how the funniest thing I've ever thought about was Donald Trump just reading a book of his own volition. Oh my just, god! Just picking up a, any book, the Tom Clancy book, just any book, anything, and like thinking of the characters in his head, like uh, like their motivations and stuff. Or wow, I wonder why the author wrote this person this way or whatever. Or uh, imagining like, you know, a uh, dialogue between char- – like having a thought that is more than seconds old, it would be amazing to me to think if, if Donald Trump has ever done that. But um, <laughs> But the same thing I think goes for cops where like they never think about – like, uh, do they are they ever like introspective? Oh, right. Do they ever think more about more than like, uh, oh, I'm just like the uh, a cudgel of the state or whatever. Like, uh, never. What is my place in all this? They never think about it, and that's so that's really fascinating to me to to be like so one dimensional of yeah. a person. Oh yeah, they're cops are totally just you know, um, you know, you ever been around a dog who's like really sweet and loves you and everything. Uh, and then you reach for the bone that the dog is chewing on. Oh yeah, that's yeah. cops. Yeah, they're always in that fucking like, don't touch my bone because the dog doesn't. The dog is so primal, even though it knows that you're the reason that it has the bone in the first place. And there are many, many more bones where that came from. And you would never take because they've never even seen you eat a bone, so you uh-huh. they know you don't. Even though they know all that shit, they can't fuck those <clears throat> those thoughts can't exist in their head at the same time. Yeah. And that's fucking cops. So the jack-off cops can't be like, huh. You know, when I think of myself as a cop, I kind of imagine myself as the uh, NYPD rushing into the 9-11 towers with the dogs to save people and shit. But in actuality, I'm just trying to find celebrities jerking off at the cum theater. Like, they don't, they can't, they just, they just are those things. Like, so this. I just just remember there was a cop who listens to this show. All right. Well, maybe he's one of the nine eleven guys. Don't to... That guy's good, though. <clears throat> like that cop's good. My <clears throat> so my my wife my wife has um, an estranged stepfather. Uh huh. That's just the way it is. Not a big deal. But he uh, so we we went to Chuck E. Cheese this weekend. Took the kids to Chuck E. Cheese. They're about to start school again. We just asked them what they wanted to do, and they came up with that on their own. Uh, and Chuck E. Cheese sucks, by the way. It's super depressing. Um, even though the games are some, somewhat updated, the fact that it's small and it's just like shitty. And, but they have food, and you can actually get their food delivered, by the way. And this is over by you. You can get their food delivered with DoorDash, I think. So if you're craving Chuck E. Cheese, yeah, you can get it. Um, Damn, I could go for some Chuck E. Cheese yeah. pizza. But none of the games <clears throat> and none of Out the of all big the... mouse. Yeah, just bring me some tickets. Yeah, <laughs> Just deliver me some tickets. I want to play the games, but... Um, so we go there and we see her estranged stepfather. He was watching for people jacking off there. I mean, essentially that that is the case because he I don't know if he's an actual cop now, but for a while he worked in like the prisons or jails or whatever the fuck. He was like yeah. a jail bitch. Um and now he and so she went up and talked to him and I was like, eh, don't talk to that guy because he's a jack off. I mean, he mm-hmm. just is. Um and uh and she went up and talked to him. And uh, and I guess he said that that's that's actually his job. So he was sitting in the ch- in the booth at Chuck E. Cheese on his iPhone 
just like scrolling for the whole time we were there. Like just so posted he's up. Like a, the Chuck, he's the Chuck E. Cheese cop. So they Chuck E. Cheese like said to the Nashville Police Department, "We want a guy here," and that's they sent a guy out. If he's if he's a, if he's an official <clears throat> cop, I'm not sure. Yeah. Or maybe he works with like the sheriff department, and he's like a he's like a mercenary. He's like a merc. He's like Blackwater for Chuck E. Cheese. They because they do that right for like private events. They'll they'll yeah. they'll um they just work overtime or whatever. Officers, yeah, and go out. And in fact, I think a lot of like the loss prevention officers at Walmart, like you're talking about Walmart, yeah. a lot of times those are off duty cops. But they do they still have their service weapon? Like this is where it gets fucking murky. Like yeah, they're bringing their big fucking Glock to watch over the Walmart, make sure nobody runs out with it's a fucking a, you, notebook. You, it's the the Dutch boy with his finger on the wall. You can't uh, you can't give cops this access or unfettered access to all this shit and like expect everything to be okay. Like. The militarization of like the cops and stuff. You think that that's gonna like end yeah. out or right. end up like fine? Like they just oh yeah, they'll just stop doing this when they go home. In Portland, they fucking like shot a dude. You see that? You saw that helmet thing where they, they shot him with a fucking just nuts, man. Anyway, it's, yeah, it's not good. It's all gonna get better, I think. I think probably <laughs> after this weekend, everyone's gonna settle down, don't you think? Hey, we got it out of it. You know what? The whole class warfare thing was fun, but I think maybe now we'll put that genie yeah. back in the bottle and just kind of get back to like, you know, the good old days, like the 1950s. Donald Trump just reading a book. I'm glad you said that again because I'm feeling I, paperwork out. This is this is apparently true. So in 2007, I'm reading from our friends over at Deadspin now. This is an old blog, but but this is true. In 2007, uh, the WWE uh, had a storyline, okay, and it culminated with uh, Vince McMahon, the CEO. Mm-hmm. Being blown up in a limousine. I remember that. Do you remember that happening? Yeah. <clears throat> was it? I can't remember what it was. It was supposed to be perpetrated by Stone Cold. Or, yeah, if I'm not mistaken, was, him and Stone Cold had a big feud or something back in the day. And, right. Yeah, uh, his limo like caught on fire, exploded or something. Yeah. So it, this was this was written in 2016. I think they dragged this back up, but this is actually an original clip from 2008. Uh, on Opie and Anthony, who uh, one of those guys did get canceled, I think, because he was a big racist sack of shit. Isn't that right? Anthony Cumia. Yeah. That guy's the fucking worst. That guy's the fucking <laughs> I saw worst. for a while he was like walking around New York filming himself laughing at like, <clears throat> black people or something. He was like, uh, well, he had that whole thing with his like girlfriend or something, his like, ex-girlfriend, where they got into like a domestic dispute or something like that. Mm. And it's one of those things where you, some guy is... You can see that some guy was like popular or like in the limelight and then some stuff started happening and then more stuff started happening and more stuff. So it's kind of like you were just like waiting for him to like die. Right. Like the next headline would be like Anthony Cumia killed in fucking a shootout or something like that fucking. um, It was like a GOP guy a while back who uh, Todd Kincannon. On Twitter. Oh, yeah, right. He was, uh, he called himself the honey badger of politics or whatever, because he would just say, like, yeah, black people are stupid or whatever. Right. And, like, people would be like, oh, I can't say that. But, like, um, he was, like, a, <laughs> he, he got was, up like, there a, for he got a while. into, like, some domestic disputes, and then he, like, uh, what did he do? Like, he flashed a fucking gun at some cops or something? I don't know what the fuck he did. The most recent thing? Yeah. No, he he fucking killed his parents' dog. Oh yeah, that's right. He said Jesus told him to do it. This guy's a wackadoo, huh? Yeah, I mean, if you're gonna kill a dog, just kill the dog. 
Yeah, apparently Trump has elected him to be Secretary of Friggin' State now because of what he just did because it was so messed up, Donald Trump said. That's what he said. <laughs> okay, so this is also what Donald Trump said. Let me see if this clip is going to take us to the right spot. Uh, Sam, you got a question for Triple H? You're always good with the questions. Yeah, sure. Uh, how worried were you when you thought Vince McMahon was dead? Oh, man, I was scared to death. If, if I if I hadn't seen them pre-tape it where he got in and out of the car, I, 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 you know, of course I'm, you're talking about the limo explosion. When we saw that, what we'll kills me is so many people. Call, I mean, the office next day, like people. I'm not kidding you. Like, and they'd probably be mad at me for saying like Trump called and was like, did something happen to Vince? You know, and I'm like, did dude, Trump not understand that that was magic, a skit? It's the magic of television. You know what I mean? Right, we got to get out of here. Triple H. So what he's saying there for context is is in the storyline in which Stone Cold Steve Austin blows up Vince McMahon's limousine and the <clears> announcers <throat> are like, oh, my God, he's dead. Yeah, what's he's going on? Yeah. So then Trump actually thought, according to Triple H, who is not just some wrestler who actually is like married into the McMahon family, <clears throat> you know, would have been privy to this type of information. Yeah, he's like freaking assistant manager right now. Supervisor. <laughs> he plays his cards right. <laughs> Uh, but Trump actually thought that Vince McMahon might have died in the yeah. exploding limousine. And what's crazy about that is that, of course, Trump was probably like 70 years old at this time. Yeah. Uh, but not only that, he also has been around wrestling for a long time. Like, he's in the WWE Hall Just of Fame. Just a fucking... He's been in it. He knows it's rigged. So, this presents the 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 question of when he had his infamous, infamous, uh, infamous match with... Uh, uh, Vince McMahon, who's not dead, um, right? Where he, the loser, had to shave their head. Yeah, that's did right. Did he really think that he would have to shave his head? I wonder. Did he yeah. really think that those stakes were that high that he had to? Boggles the mind. What what could possibly <clears throat> be going through his head at any given oh, moment? Oh man, they got guys coming in here from Iran saying the United States stinks. <laughs> Like uh, the Iron Sheik or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just to just to not even know, not even know if the things that he himself is involved with, like to not ever. I mean, honestly, it must be hell. I want to know what he does <clears throat> in his downtime. What does he do? I mean, he watches TV. He watches Fox News. What does he What does he think about when he's not doing those things? What are what are his idle thoughts like? What does, what does he imagine? What is the Donald Trump imaginarium? What is going on up there? Wouldn't wouldn't you give so much to just spend a day rattling around in his brain? I thought it'd be extremely funny if he in the eighties he saw like success of Tom Clancy and stuff and decided to like do his own uh, spinoff where he wrote like a series of spy novels. Yeah. <laughs> but it was just clearly based on his life or whatever. <laughs> but it was written like um Chris Moltisanti from Sopranos. It was just like the worst just the pulpiest. I must be loyal to my capo. <laughs> just <laughs> just the worst dialogue. Oh, uh, he's a moron. It's great. But he's our president. So at the end of the day, Gotta respect the office, Gotta everybody. Gotta respect the office. So. Um, bum, 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 bum. Hey, if I wanted to respect the office, I'd dial up my good friend Rain Wilson. That's what he says. <laughs>
No, go ahead. What was it? Somebody said they're taking the office <clears throat> off of Netflix. Yeah. And uh <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> my question is where are you gonna get all of your funny jokes? Come on. And, uh look, just rejoinder. Listen, just because just because I did listen, I'm trying to think of one thing from the office. When I wait, I like to smell bacon. <clears throat> I like to smell bacon when I wake up in the morning. Mm-hmm. So I put it in the thing. And I hurt myself. So what? Nothing to do with the office. Now, did you have anything else you wanted to say? Um, e- well, the only thing I really wanted to say was... Uh, let's do the six-pack, and then I promise. I pr- you will have your time. Mm-hmm. Remember the debates? Uh, what was it? Candy Crowley? Who's that? The debate moderator. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now you'll have your... Now you'll have your... And then the guys are always like, uh, I think I have the response. <laughs> I, I believe... <laughs> can I respond? Can I Can I take, can I take a second and respond? I, I believe I have a 30-second... Uh, it's like remember when they try to come out, uh, the footage of them coming out on the stage, and they all got like mixed up? Oh, my up. God. <clears throat> like, uh, what was his name? Ben... He's the secretary of Fucking, HUD now, right? Just ben forgot Carson. that guy. Ben Carson. Ben Carson. You talk about a dumb guy. Holy crap. Oh, my God. That guy's so fucking stupid. There's cobwebs in there. He's a, fu- he's a fucking moron. Mm-hmm. He is a fucking moron. That guy is. It's so crazy when you can see the stupidity in the guy's face. <clears throat> it's so it's so funny because he's like a talks like he talks like he's asleep all the time. He just woke up from a coma. Like not really awake all the time. Yeah, it's wild. But and he's also more than more than him having like a shitty voice. He's also actually stupid. The grain and the pyramids thing. What a moron! I'll tell you what I'd like to do to him. Okay, let's get into this <laughs> now. If you this is the if this is the first time you're hearing the show, um, actually this is the first time you're hearing the show. You've probably turned it off by now, actually, because you thought. You were like one of our most recent reviewers on iTunes. Yeah, I was going to say that. I read that. I read this review. <clears throat> I read this review from somebody on iTunes who said, um, "It's not even about Kickstars. They yeah. took like a, they talk at the beginning for like a half hour. Yeah, and it's not even about Kickstars. And I think that's the best part of the show, actually. Yeah, nobody cares about the other stuff. So I right? shouldn't say that because now it's actually all downhill. I guess if you follow the logic of that, you can turn it off. It's a time saver. You can download yeah. the entire episode. You right. only have to listen to the first 10, 15 minutes of it. We just saved you a bunch of time. Well, I mean, unless we do start getting ads and they're going to be in the, if they're in the middle of the episode, then I would appreciate you listening to that part as well. We'll never get ads. Well, so the six pack, this is what we do. We take a couple of these things. We throw them against the wall, see what sticks. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. That's pretty good. And the first one I got here for you. Write that down somewhere. To throw against the wall. Okay. Is a card game, JF. Now, this Boo. is... Wow. You got to play the hits, okay? You got to play the hits. And the hits here are card games. This is called Drink or Dare. DOD is a card game involving dice, cards, and dares. There are four different categories. Clean, mm. gross, mm. awkward, mm. and naughty. Mmm. Mmm. Ah. Uh, kind of made my dick hard when I heard naughty because I thought about sex. Now that's what's up. 
is straight up just having some damn sex. That's what I like. <clears throat> Recipe for sex. Penis. Uh, somewhere to put the penis. Yeah. Or sometimes or not even a penis. Not even a penis. Sometimes it's and also two doesn't, even, doesn't or even have sometimes to be it doesn't two. even have to do two parts. Could sometimes be like eight. None as well or is also zero. a kind of. Or just not having sex as well is also another thing to do. Not having sex is also sex. So, so. <clears throat> and I think that's pretty much everything except for what you yourself are thinking about as sex, which is also sex. That's how I'm going to explain it to my kid when yeah. it comes to time. Oh my he's god! Gonna like, he's going to be like, Dad. All these people at fucking school are talking about sex. I don't know what the fuck it is. Mm-hmm. Please tell me. Yeah. And I'll be like, sit down, dude. And you just fucking unravel this massive scroll of things <laughs> that sex is? Look, sex could be like, uh, you know, just two people hanging out. Yeah. Damn. You know, um, you're... are we having sex, Dad? No, we're not having sex. <laughs> don't say that to people at school. I had sex with my dad last night. It's crazy. <laughs> don't tell it's too me. long. Um, do you think you could make a sufficiently still like sensitive <clears throat> sketch about that with while it's still funny? No. You th- so you don't think you could do something that was both that was both funny and respectful to the wide spectrum of people and sexual activities? I, I, I don't think I don't think I could. Yeah. Mostly because I take any form of criticism extremely hard. Yeah. So you would get one pushback on it. You'd say, "Fuck it, I'm done." Fuck yeah, I want to get out of here. But um, I think it would be funny for for to do that, like a yeah, like a kid sitting down, Dad, what is sex? Yeah, and then you and hemming and hawing for like hours, just and then you cut to the clock, and the clock is like going all the way. Yeah, you, you have a <clears throat> so it's a game show where you have on one side you have like an SJW type, yeah, on the other side you have like a MAGA type, right? And you have to like balance their approvals <laughs> while you while you tell your kid what sex is. The MAGA guy's like, well, I don't know about that fucking shit right there. That's fucking pissing me off. And then the SJW's guy, well, think about people in. Yeah. <laughs> and then you're like, fuck. Because even like the the birds and the bees, like, because you start out with. Excuse me, bees? <laughs> like somebody has a problem with that? <laughs> Did you just say birds and bees? <laughs> There's no fucking good way. Because like what the classic cliche is. You know when a when a mommy loves a daddy, right? Yeah. And you can't no, you can't fucking. That's not even that's not yeah. representative at all of what it actually is. Maga guys like fucking giving you the thumbs up over there though. Yeah, that's right. Those guys or two lesbians. <laughs> Just the Maga guys like it's when your mom and your dad yeah. fuck each other. Yeah, or your dad has sex with somebody else, or two lesbians just going at it. Oh man, yeah. That's what sex is. They love that stuff, don't they? Those MAGA they guys. Hey, MAGA guys, we get see out of here. Get it. You're fired. You're fired now. You're fired. You're the ones fired. Yeah. You thought you was firing us. Trying to fire me, motherfucker. Just switching on your ass. But this is drink or dare, JF. Yeah. It's a card game involving dice game too. Dice. Blah blah blah. Let's take a let's take a listen to that video. Okay. Real quick. Yeah. Eat a hair from the person on your right. Yeah, so it's it, it's it's again. You know what you already you know. already know what it is. You We're know. not gonna fucking explain this shit to you. Come on, <laughs> coming in here asking us what it is. Hey, what's that? Now, what is that card game um, that's a little bit nasty now, for adults? This, now, what's this card game based on? Yeah, JF and Mike. I don't. I have no idea. It's my first episode of yeah. Uh, your case. First hey, off, hey noob, fuck off. 
Yeah. Don't listen to this episode first. <laughs> you listen to the back. Just getting mad. <laughs> or you're not going to know all the shit. You're wasting our time now <clears throat> by doing this. No, it's a copy of uh, yeah. Cards, Cards Against Humanity, Humanity or whatever. Goofy stuff on it, but it's changed to it like a drinking game, dice game or whatever. Yeah, I don't think this one has any. So it's a bunch of people sitting around, and he eats the hair of the lady. We dare you to play, dude. We we fucking dare your ass to play this game, unless you're scared. Um, so you roll a little. God, drawing a card. What's this one say? What does that say? Take a shot of hot sauce. What? So you take the hot sauce shot. It's so it's basically. Um, so I guess this is uh, this it's cards is, against humanity. Truth or dare? Yeah. Each turn. Starts with a player rolling the four sided die. Whatever number the die lands on, you pick up a card in the numbered pile. Mm-hmm. The player then reads the dare out loud and chooses to either do the dare or take a shot, beverage okay. of choice. The object of the game is to collect 20 points first. The more difficult the dare is, the more points it's worth. Okay, so that eat the hair one was worth four points, <clears throat> mm-hmm. whereas this one. Low. What's this one? This is naughty. This is have the group guess what color underwear you're wearing and then show them. That's only one point. Yeah. So the hair is actually four times. It says this is a game to create laughter and memories for a lifetime. Like that one time you saw your cute friend's underwear. She is cute, too. What's her number? Well, I don't does think... Does it say her number? It doesn't have that email address? It does not. Um, <clears throat> to keep track of points for every completed dare, keep the card face up in front of you. The dares that are refused must be laid face down. The fourth card face down in a row must be completed. Or the player... So you can pass. Three times? Yeah. <laughs> can I say that this guy has a degree in graphic design, and this is like one of the worst designed games that I've ever seen on here? <laughs> It's just two. It's two D's like interlocking. It looks like a looks like a like a very cheap law firm game. Yeah, it's not very well designed. But for twenty bucks, you get or a logo for drunk driving. Could also work. Okay, yeah, that is maybe what it is. There you go. You know what? Those guys really get a bad rap. Drunk drivers. Yeah, <laughs> they just need a rebrand. They really do. What would you if you had to start from scratch? And we already know you the the drunk driving drunk driver that's toxic. You cannot go back to that. Mm-hmm. What are you gonna? How are you gonna bring them back? How are you gonna bring them into modernity? How are you gonna change that name up from drunk drivers to fun drivers? There you go. This is a lot of fun. They're having. Fu- are, are you saying they're, they're having, not having fun? They're having fun. They're having fun. So. And who's gonna say? I think we should ban fun driving. Yeah, I don't think you. I don't think we should ha- let people have fun. Yeah, what kind of society uh, are you living in where uh, you can't? Uh... Yeah, and so you change you change blood alcohol concentration to fun level. <clears throat> <laughs> oh my god, dude! I'm so my fun level is so high last night. I think I'm still having fun right now. What? Yeah, still twelve hours later, you're still having fun. <laughs> You got to get something to eat. You've had too much fun. Uh, I think this could work. So four hundred cards. So essentially four hundred like uh, just four hundred dares, basically. Because yeah. that's what it is. Because there's not even there's no truth to this, right? I guess unless the underwear thing is a truth. I guess that's kind of a truth. Four different categories: clean, gross, awkward, and naughty. So yeah, it's all dares. Yeah, <clears throat> it's all dare cards. 
So four hundred dares. You could probably knock that out in an afternoon. So if you don't, if you don't do the dare, you got to take a drink of whatever you choose. And so I guess this is this is once again this is the the thing. This is maybe laying bare the premise more than any other Cards Against Humanity clone is. By which I mean, it is it's provide the the goal of this game is to provide a prophylactic between you and you being horny for your friends. Yeah. And so if you like. If you were there around this table with this, this if you were at this table with this cute multicultural group of friends, and you said, oh, "Okay, I got a, I got a dare for you. Why don't you show everybody your underwear?" Yeah. Then they'd be like, "Okay, well, so first of all, tonight is over, and also, <laughs> uh, don't call me again." So I guess that's so, but this allows you to say it without being ostracized as a panty freak. It's like uh, it just gives people something to do, like because uh, we don't go to parties. No, we're losers. Yeah, that's right. But I think normal people are like, uh, "Oh shit, this is cool. This will be a." Uh... But how do you how do you balance the fun you're having mm-hmm. with the thought of, "Yeah, I'm just doing this because it's fun for other people," and it like, I don't know. No, I, I think I, I think I have autism. To no. be honest with you, well, I'm being serious with you <clears throat> because um, but you can drink just to drink, though. I I can't imagine getting down with this, and I and I don't, or like fake. I would have to fake it. Yeah, you do. And I would fa- I would fake it, and I've done it in the past yep. where I've gone to those house parties and stuff where they played Cards Against Humanity, and I've faked it the entire time. But it's it's so awful. But the other people aren't faking it. The other people are not faking it. And I mean, ignorance is bliss and everything like that, yeah. and God bless them. Mm-hmm. But um, I just don't think this is fun. I don't think that's fun to me. It's not. But what else are you supposed to do at a party? Yeah, well, I, that's and this is where I'm, this is I agree with you. There is nothing to do at a party that's any fun, unless and I really do think, and I've never been this person. It's never happened to me because I've been with my wife for so long. But if you want to go to a party to try to get laid, I think that's probably like the most fun you can have as as a guy or a gal. I think if you're going to a party to get laid with like uh, these types of people who would enjoy this, yeah, you would have to do some high level fakery. To, that's right. To kind of like, and that's the game of it. It's but the that's, game that's within a psychopathic game. <laughs> or yeah. sociopathic to well, me. Isn't, to be like, isn't seeking out a stranger? <clears throat> To have sex with isn't that also a little bit psychopathic? Yeah, it is. Just to be like, you know what? I'm gonna, so it's Friday. This is what I'm assuming happens every weekend. It's Friday night. Uh huh. I'm done working. I'm gonna go to a place I would not normally go to because I think there may be people of the opposite sex or the same sex. Whoever I'm attracted to is gonna be there. I save, yeah. Who will ha- take yeah. pity on me right. and have sex with me? I'm gonna wear the clothes that I save specifically for this. Okay, I'm going to spend money as if it's the normal amount of money that I do spend, and I have the money to spend it, Uh all in the hopes that somehow I will be able to come tonight. You stay home and jack off and watch watch YouTube videos. Right. That's it. Exactly. I don't know, man. I mean, just stay home and just kill a case of beer and and watch watch your own movie, right? And then just jerk off and go to bed. Play a game. Yeah, you knock it all out for like ten bucks in five minutes. <laughs> Since but, some change, you got. <laughs> well, we're you know we're two two depressed fat guys, and we're old Just too. Old man, I think I think I've noticed that though. 
<clears throat> like I used to work with this younger guy and he would go out like every weekend or during the week even. Yeah. And like, I would be like, fuck, I want to do that. But yeah. at the same time, I'm like, fuck, that's exhausting as shit. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to do that. The only reason you'd want to do it is because you know you don't have to do it. If I were like married and I had to be single again, I'd be so fucked. Yeah. And I know people say that all the time, but I really would because I would have to go out <clears throat> and be this person I'm not to well, try and get this thing that I do not want. That's what I'm saying. It's like when you get when you get divorced, like the like Donald Trump Jr. Like he's fucking he's doing his workouts and shit now. Mm-hmm. You have to change yourself because you know that you're not fucking you're not good enough. because yeah. <laughs> you've let yourself become a big piece of shit, or you just stay the same and go crazy. I guess probably that's what I would do. That's what I would do. I've been thinking about going, uh, becoming a hermit. I really want to really badly, but yeah, I cannot do it. It's hard because I've to molded do. my life in in such a way where I'm locked into these scenarios now. That's I have right. to do this podcast. That's right. I have to um, be a father. Right. Bummer. Right? Yeah. Sucks. I have to uh, go to work. Yeah. It sucks. But w- w- my internal animal urge is not telling me to go out and fuck somebody or jack off in a theater. It's telling me to go out and get in the woods and like hide from everybody. And Just that's go I, dig a hole and live in it. <clears throat> that's what I would like to do. Yeah. But can't do it. Can't do it. Uh, every 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 episode of this podcast is just like uh, us lamenting about how good it is to be like twenty years old. Just talking about how fucking yeah, they got it made. They really do. If you're twenty years old right now, run. Yeah, do what you got to do. You're fucking it up right now, probably. <laughs> uh, drink or dare ninety bucks of three thousand dollars. So I guess a lot of people have figured out that if they want to do truth or dare, they can come up with their own dares. So forty days to go though. So, well, hey, what do you think? 40 nights. What do you think? Going to make it? I don't think so. No? How much did I have? 9000 And $90 of 3000 <clears throat> I was close. You were up there. Yeah, I think so. All right, so I got one here for you, Big Pimpin. This is called Rap Einer Gansen Gesellschaft, mm-hmm. uh, hip-hop album support. Um, this, is, uh, this is in German. I'm going to do my best to figure out what this is without translating it. Um, because it's in German. Yeah. Um, but I wanted to talk about it because the, the rap itself is very, so first of all, it's three white guys doing a rap. Three German white guys. Which, yeah, maybe. When you think about, when you think about rap, Mm -hmm. your mind immediately should go to Munich. Right. Right. That's absolutely right. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Dusseldorf. Trying to name all the damn. Do you have uh, Do you have another one in I you? I don't have another one in me. Yeah. West Berlin. All right. Well. <laughs> so they just. I mean, this this is pretty straightforward. And I think I've said in the past that this actually makes sense for me as far as like a like what do you use Kickstarter for? Music distribution. That, mm. I mean, that makes get your fans together. Uh, I want to release this album. But yeah. I'm broke. Fun studio me. Fun time. I'm gonna album. get ten hours in the studio. That makes sense to me, really. Um, our friends, the hell yeah babies have done it. Mm-hmm. Um, and we got their album as well, um, which is good. Let me look here. There's the title. Oh, fuck. It's called off fuck. And it's on Warner music. <laughs> it's 
called All the Things That You Believe. It's from the Hell Yeah Babies. They did theirs on Indiegogo, I think. So I totally get this as a route for uh, musicians. In fact, did you see the, um, uh, was it David Crosby? Was that who was talking about Spotify? And uh, was it Peter Frampton? Oh, yeah. Who the fuck? I saw that. I think I got both of those guys wrong. But whatever. two music guys were talking about what they actually make from all the streaming sites. And if I'm not mistaken, it ranged from point zero zero two to point zero zero eight dollars. Yeah. So two tenths, eight tenths of a cent per play. There's no money in it, but it's a it's a it's a problem with the distribution platform because when you're set up like you're set up like Apple, who has all of these fingers in every yeah. household in America, how are you going to pay a fair? distribution wage for that and you, you cannot possibly do that you can't do it on an all-you-can-eat style you can't do that unless i mean unless you're like a trillion dollar company or something and yeah let's be honest i mean who's ever that? <laughs> hold your breath on that one these guys are called i think rap of a society um i think that's what um rap einer ganzen because i think that's what that means um, and they, uh, so they're white guys who do rap. They want to make an album. That's fine. They want, um, let's see. They want, uh, let's see, 30 euros. No, that's a bandana. So you can get a black and red bandana, which I think if I were Germany, I would stay away from black and red. Um, but I, that's fine. Um, but you can get a, a G, they call it a G shirt instead of a T shirt. That's pretty good. A G shirt. If I were a rapper, I would say that. It's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, but I did want to play for you this, uh, the track that they have here on it, because I think, I think you'll enjoy the track, even though it's not in English. Wir sind auf Landgang, kommen in eine Stadt und nehmen sie auseinander Keine Vernunft, wir drei ballern rum Das erste Mal wird nach langen Zeiten gebumst Zwei Flaschen rum und ich komme in dein Dorf rein Plünder und ist mit Säbel und dem Holzweiß Aufgelage, dauernd, hacke Auge auf die Wände Das andere in der Augen klappt MS Reggies represent Deutsche Rapper können mich Captain nennen Meine Crew ist loyal, sie ist mir treu, Mann Meine Crew ist loyal Ja yeah. My Crew ist loyal <coughs> So I told you I spoke a little bit <laughs> Doch geht's um den Schatzfang, deine Boys an zu Meutau. Zwei Beuter, Piraten, die Deutschrapper jagen, deine Stadt, das nächste Kreuz auf der Karte. Tötet sie, brennt ihr alles nieder. Ei, 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 ei. Immer wieder, kleine Gefangenen, verfüttert die Glieder. Ei, 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 ei. Wir sind Krieger, reichen die Geschichte, schreiben Sieger. Well, so are you getting the theme of this? Kind of, kind of bangs. To be honest with you, you do like it. Yeah, it's kind of nice. I think if I spoke German, I would like it even more. But it's about pirates. Is it about pirates? Aye, aye. Um, what was that Dutch fucking rap group a long time ago? Hmm. Some Dutch. I don't think I knew that. Some Dutch rap. Hmm. It was fucking dope. Hang on. Let me see if I can find it. Well, anyways, I think. Uh, does it suck? I don't know. I thought it was funny enough to play uh, a, a a trio of white German rappers rapping about pirates. I think is maybe not what I think of when I think hip hop, but 
They're doing it. I mean, you got to hand it to them. They're doing it. So, but, uh, I, I, you think you get into, I, I, I don't think, I don't think I can do it. <laughs> so weird to me that, that hip hop has, has gone over. I mean, we're not, we're not doing German music over here. Are we, are we doing German? Are we doing our own version of German music here? I don't think so. Oi, oi. Look, he's drinking the rum. The thematic stuff of the pirate rap as a theme is very funny to me. It, it kind of reminds me of horrorcore, which yeah. I know you liked growing up. <laughs> don't bring that up. <laughs> but yeah, the what was the fucking? Hmm? Oh shit! Uh, there was a guy a while back. Oh yeah. This is this is great. Mm-hmm. Back when we did the blog, Lo and Afton used to, I think, posted about this. These dudes called Captain Dan and the Scurvy Crew. Oh yeah, Captain Dan and the Scurvy Crew, which were uh, American rappers who rapped about pirate stuff. But that's right. Yeah, I've actually seen these guys on. I think they actually later you saw went them on a concert, right? They went on to America's Got Talent. I think you went to Yoho Fest. Right. Time's up, dude. Okay. Broadside! Broadside! Navy boys better run and hide! These cannonballs flying at you when we collide! Army mateys be ready to fire a broadside! In the Navy, it's the broadside that we favor. 21 three-ton guns shooting straight as a laser. Don't let it phase you when we bathe you. Three great flavors, cannonballs, buckshot, red-hot razors. I wrap my face round a lion, man, I'm ready to rock. I'm coming straight out of Greenwich and we just don't stop. It's the br- br- British... Okay, so Yikes. the point, the point, like a lot of white people who try to rap do, they try to like make lyrics that are like, um, it feels like it feels like the vocals are higher than the music because they feel like the vocals are like more important. So they'll try to like, they'll try to like make their lyrics as like uh, uh, funny or as interesting and pop. That's not who who gives a shit. That's not what a rap is. <laughs> the lyri- lyrics, so rap lyrics for white people. Are like, uh, well, I'm going to be telling a story. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to start at the beginning, yep. and I'm going to end at the finish line. And throughout it, it will be a coherent sentence at any point in it. Yeah. Because that's the only way we can fucking conceive of it. And like, whereas rap is like, you know, there's like in, infer, inferences, like other stuff. Or like that's right. To stuff, like other stuff, there's like, inside jokes. Or there's completely <laughs> coined phrases and words that are unique to the song or the uh. artist or the genre. Like that's what makes it that well, that's what makes it a legitimate piece of art. Well, I'm in my ship and I'm having such a good a good time. Yeah. Like fucking this is like the worst subgenre of rap. Like even worse than like nerdcore type. Oh, absolutely. Mathematic like uh and cause MC he, yeah. uh what's his name? Not MC Chris. Though he's a bit fucking bad. That guy sucks. MC Chris is fucking Jesus Christ. Yeah, but there's a lot of those guys. My kid was into MC Chris for like a hot minute. Mm-hmm. And I had to kind of be like, oh, shit. Yeah. You got to put the brakes on this. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you, you, you catch him with a gun, you catch him with drugs, it's one thing. But then he, if he brings home MC Chris. He's got an MC Chris CD. We're going to have to talk. Send him off. Is this sex? It's not sex. <laughs> stop saying everything that we do together is sex. And stop telling people that. 
Your mom's boyfriend is fucking pissed off at me. <laughs> but, oh, man. Well, look. <clears throat> Sincerely, good luck to... Uh, these I, I don't I don't I'm not trying to start a beef with uh with we don't need a rat with beef. Reggie's, um but I do think that maybe if you're if you're white guys, maybe do something if you want to do a rap maybe maybe you're gonna do something unique with it that's not pirates or something you know maybe do like rap maybe don't do white guy rap <laughs> yeah maybe that, that should be like a uh, you should be like a smart enough to recognize that what you're doing is corny if you're gonna do rap if you're gonna go into that field which the whole thing about it is to be as not corny like yeah. corny is a weakness yeah you corny can't. is like fucking death yeah and and like uh that's you right you can't do that yeah guys like i mean even dr dre is like corny you can't even you can't even be that corny much less the fucking white guy with his f- finger guns riding a little inflatable boat and saying aye yeah. aye i mean come on you're kind of opening yourself up I, I think, you know, you got a low bar to clear over there in Germany as far as, like, what's considered, like, what's a good bar here in Germany? You know, what, what can I get away with as far as lyrical prowess or a, or a good beat or something? You know, you can, probably, you can probably squirt something out that's not half bad. If you have the confidence in yourself to say, I'm going to do something that is not just you know, a, you know a good bar. Or, you know what's a good bar in Germany is Das Flute. Um, this is, <laughs> I don't know. What's a good, what's a good bar in Germany, JF? Is it uh, a good bar in Germany? Yeah. <clears throat> um, just going to test your German okay. knowledge. I've never been, um, why well, that's not true. I actually was in the airport at one time. So, and with that in mind, knowing that the only time I've been to Germany is in the German airport on a Lufthansa flight, I'm going to say the number one bar in Germany right now is, uh, the McDonald's. In yeah. the airport. It's really popping off in there. They got MC Chris, MC Frontalot, MC Hawking, MC <sighs> Lars, MC Router. These guys no. MC Router. They got a guy named White, YT Cracker. So White Cracker. <laughs> That's not, <clears throat> leaning into it is not. Pretty bad. Oh my God. Although I do like one of MC Router's song, um, Packet Sniffer. I like that one a lot. <laughs> One of these guys, and I won't say who, mm-hmm. DM'd one of the accounts that I run uh-huh. and like messaged like some word of support for something that we were doing. Oh, yeah? And I just didn't respond to it because uh. it was so embarrassing. It was just like a nerdcore rapper guy saying like, hey, I really like what uh, I like so-and-so or whatever. And I was like, see ya. I was actually thinking this weekend about... Instances in which I would ever big time someone. I had to big time that dude. There are very few times yeah. where I would big time somebody. And I was thinking about this because I think I've said this to you before. I have some associated guilt with like not responding to every message anyone ever sends me. Yeah. But I also just can't do it because I'm stupid and I have anxiety and I don't know what to say. And I think a lot of times they don't require or want responses. But I do I do reply to things that you know if I if they're if I have something to say about it or whatever. Not me. You come you come try to talk to me. I will ignore you. Yeah. I don't associate with people who I I feel like are lesser than me, right. which is basically ninety nine percent of the population. Exactly. Um, it's like me and like a couple famous like celebrity movie star type guys, mm-hmm. like the guy from Drive. What's his name? Yeah. It's me and him, 
and like maybe like Danny DeVito and stuff at the top. And all of you guys are just like slugs, just <laughs> just insects under our boots. And the only reason that uh, you're up there is so Danny DeVito can also share your wardrobe. Is that's, that right? That's true. Yeah. Okay. Uh, why don't you do this next one? I'm really excited about this one, honestly. Which one? This. Well, then the next because we've only done two, so normally we do six of these things. Did you want to do a? I was going to do a third one. Yeah. But let's I do thought, my let's third get one. To three. Let's do my third one second on mine. Which for you, since you went, it would be the third one. Right? Overall, I went first. Yeah. I went first. You went. And right. now we're doing a third one. That's right. So I'm going to do so because we, we get three of these. Yeah, because there's two of us. And I've done one. Right. So I was going to do one, two, and then three. But now I'm going to do one, okay. three, and then two. So I hope you're ready for it. Yeah, and of course this is meaningless to anyone who's not also reading the same <laughs> it's document. It's also meaningless to you because they're out to of me. order. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it makes no difference. <laughs> I like doing little bits like that where no yeah. one knows uh, what the joke is except for me. Right. And I just laugh. That's correct. I just laugh so hard. The things that like to, to an untrained ear would seem to have uh, almost been left in the episode by accident. Yeah. Those are the best jokes. It's true sometimes. I it know is. you're joking. No, but I'm I, being it's serious. Very, it's very true where I will just – I will make a joke and it will only be funny to myself. And those are the best jokes to me because I don't give a shit. And you shouldn't give a shit. Yeah. You shouldn't give a shit if you're funny to anyone else but yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's that's all that matters. Unless it's problematic. Unless it unless you make money off of it. So uh, don't cancel your Patreons. Yeah. I'll do whatever you guys think is funny. That's right. So, um, Elo – Right. Is a smart straw alternative to plastic. Mm -hmm. A world's first. It's also a great band. It is. You had the confidence to dance, but not to hum. Yeah, I don't know that. Um, Telephone line. What else we got? Yeah, I don't know. Great ELO songs. Yeah. Um, Because what is it again? Mr. Blue Sky. Don't bring me down. Oh, yeah. Telephone line. Evil woman. Evil woman. Those actually are some serious jams. They are a fucking. They're they got a bunch of bangers, dude. Like a bunch of like uh like perfect soundtrack songs, right? Yeah. Like maybe not you you wouldn't sit down and listen to the whole album, but like if you hear it pop up on a soundtrack, you're like, damn, it's got swings. Strange magic. Fucking instant classic. That's so good. <laughs> I wish we could play some right now, but they'll freaking sue us into the dirt. They all uh. All the guys in that band, did you know this? Mm-hmm. Um, only had one arm. Every single one of them only had Just one, or one they, arm. Not between them, but per person. <clears throat> so that's the one thing that people don't know a lot about. Hmm. Yellow. That's one of those things like uh, Dave said the other day to our friend Paul. Yeah. And then Paul went and repeated it God. to somebody. And then that's the, the same thing you're talking guy. about. Something that's only funny to you. the payoff. <laughs> the only payoff is for you, the guy who seeds an innocuous but yeah. simple lie. Put it out there, see what happens. Just see. And just the thought of something happening to that is so funny. And it's almost better if you never find out. Yeah. I mean, either way, it's good. But ELO, in addition to a band full of one-armed guys, is a smart straw alternative to plastic. Uh, it's a reusable aluminum straw alternative that comes. Mm-hmm. With a mobile app that raises awareness yes! about the scourge of plastic pollution. So you've never seen an aluminum straw before, I'm sure. There's no, it says, there is no 
fucking way if you go on Amazon right now and type in aluminum straw that you'll get over 10,000 results. There's no fucking way. So don't even do it. Don't even try it. Don't even try it. There's no way. Amazon will come up and say, uh, hmm, yeah, we sell everything in the world except for that. We don't. Somehow we can't. Would you, would you like a, a lampshade yeah. instead? Mm. No, Amazon. I wouldn't yeah. get pissed off. Um, so this is just an aluminum straw, right? But mm-hmm. it, the hook is it that it has an app with it that shows you like how much you're saving by like uh, not using plastic straws. But it also like sets a reminder for you to take your straw with you each day. No. So it's like a dual purpose app. Usually these apps only do like one thing, but this app. One thing per app, yeah. To, uh... <laughs> but the way that it tracks your straw use I think is very funny because you, I, you're probably thinking in your head like, well, how does it know when I'm – does the straw itself have some kind of beacon in it that lets it know when it's – no. No, you actually open up the app and then push the button that says, I would normally be using a straw now or it not for – Isn't that fucking nuts, dude? That's nuts to me. That's that's not it's not like offensive it's just like uh tiring it's like it's more of like a just fucking like worn out by this yeah because this is like the 80th 80,000th fucking thing that we've found on here that's like promises to like save the world through like tech innovation i'm so tired of that shit i'm so tired of like silicon valley and the it's startups really, and stuff like that it's just starting to damn dog we got to we got to fucking move on. I know. We got to fucking get over it. Bird scooters and shit. Like, yeah. fucking. Hey, Cupertino wants a Hyperloop. I saw that. I've seen that fucking headline every time I get on the computer. Awful. Boy, I hope Cupertino gets a Hyperloop. Who the fuck could possibly care about that? But look at the, you see their little infographic down here? Okay, this this is how they do, this is how they do the A to Z on this. They do, Okay. Top 10 debris found in oceans. Straws are on there. So straws are one of the things... Straws are bad. ...that you'll find a lot of. Okay. Straws are bad. Don't don't use a straw. It's stupid to use a straw. But then it jumps right to 90% of the debris in the sea is is plastic. So then your mind starts going, oh, well... Wow. So, so the straws are a big percentage of yeah. plastic. Meanwhile, it's, it's just like, like... worded. Yeah, it's like... It's basically just like <laughs> massive fucking oil tankers under the sea and shit like that. Like... Is the Pacific Garbage Patch good? No. But this is so dumb. You talking about Australia? Because we have a lot of oh. Australian listeners, and oh. they might be... Australians, hello. Angry. Um, 300, it says 342 million pounds of plastic waste, and then it shows you a picture of straws, making you think, damn, <clears throat> that's yeah. a lot of straws. Yeah. I never, knew our, I never knew our straw problem was so massive. That fucking sucks so bad. Straw stats. Straws are bad, though. Of course the, they're, one, yeah. The one-time-use plastic thing that takes, like, uh, you know, a factory to make or whatever. Of course it's bad. Yeah. But you're not going to save the world by using a fucking aluminum straw on an app. It's just not going to happen. Just drink out of the glass. They wash the fucking glasses. What are you going to do? Right. I mean, it's hygienic. What what is your what are your thoughts? Because you're you're like an OCD kind of neurotic type person who freaks out about everything. You're always washing your hands. I don't know. <laughs> Just trying to plant that. That's another one of those things where I was trying to do it. Where some people would write in, Jesse, I also do this, and then you would have to be like, <laughs> you have to like answer them all serious. I don't care about the hygiene of anything. I'm fine. Yeah, nasty pig. Now <clears throat> it's the other thing. The other way. God, damn Jesse, it. I'm also a nasty pig, and this is my first time emailing into the show 
No, I don't think, you know, I'll put my fucking lips on any goddamn thing. Yeah, I don't, that's, I mean, come on. I don't, I don't think that plastic, what are you going to do, not get AIDS right. from fucking sipping on a cup? Right. I mean, sipping on a straw versus a cup. No, I think I think some people say that's more it's more accessible if you have some specific types of disabilities. Yeah, so that is, and I, I I forgot about that. And we fucking get that for everything. We get that for everything, even when it's dumb shit like the big heavy blanket. Pe- people were people were yelling about that for the straw ban that they're trying to right. do now. Where oh, right. I use a straw or whatever, I'm a fucking handicapped guy or whatever. Yeah. No reason like, you can't yeah. have a cachet of straws around. Or, for, I mean, yeah, give those guys straws. But, yeah, yeah. straws are bad for, like, 95 Have a couple of stainless percentage. steel straws yeah. around to hand out to those folks who need them. That's not that big of a deal. And they, if they have a problem with it, maybe we'll take them behind the building and just shoot them. Put them out of there. <laughs> just kidding. I'm kidding. It's a joke. Jesus. We're not going to shoot But, of course, people. they have a big mission. Did you read this thing about how, actually, we're indoctrinated from birth to use straws because of sippy cups? Oh, yeah. How fucking psycho is that? Here at ELO Labs, we are sure that plastic straw use has been intertwined in the fabric of our cultural DNA from a very young age. Remember sippy cups, anyone? It's a man-made fucking thing, you idiot. Hey, bro, do you think sippy cups maybe are supposed to look like titties that we all suck on when we're born? You fucking idiot. And when we're 34 also. We have sucked and sucked from thousands and thousands of single-use plastic straws. Thanks to big plastic. It's just wrong. It's a bad habit. Don't you love how they're just... But they're just now figuring this out, right? Yeah. This is a bad habit. It's a fucking... Plan that's been hatched by big plastic. It's been in our cultural DNA for centuries. But uh, hang on, we actually are only just now doing this, and it has nothing to do with uh, all of a sudden Chinese factories are pumping out (laughs) silicone straws now. It has nothing to do with yeah, fucking losers. And I I did get some silicone straws actually. Yeah, I got some. They're fucking fine. Whatever doesn't matter. They're whatever. Reuse them. Throw them in the dishwasher. 1800 bucks out of the seven grand that it wanted. Canadians. They're Canadians. $10,000 Canadian. 124 backers. 124 people like this. Says, great. Oh, my God. 26 days to go. So it has 1800 It only wants 7600 Do you think it will make gold? 26 days to go. I think it will. I think it also will. As well, I really do think it will. It the first time around, it was canceled um, in the middle of July. They've redone some of the graphics on here, I guess. <laughs> oh, there's a little there's a social component, of course. Yeah, it looks like they've changed a little bit because it it looks like is this one also still three straws that you get? Because this one, I can't really tell what is. Oh, it says we experienced technical issues at our launch. So I don't really know what the maybe that maybe the app was too complicated. I had to dumb down the app. For twenty for twenty bucks Canadian, you get the full ELO experience. Strange magic, um, witchy woman. <laughs> uh, sorry, evil woman. Witchy woman is uh, fucking the Eagles, <laughs> which are just a terrible, the Eagles, awful yeah. band. The Eagles have yeah. like a such a pervy vibe to me for some reason. Oh, there's don't yeah. know why. They are, yeah. They're all bad guys. Like real sketchy if you ever get a like chance, old white guys with hats. Watch that long ass Eagles documentary if you've ever seen it. Hell freezes over? Is that it? I think it's it's a, just 
I remember it being a real treat. 20 bucks or more, you get uh, three straws, one cleaning brush, one flannelette carry pouch, and one travel pouch. You also get a bonus 2x free travel pouches, 21-day mobile app challenge, and free shipping in the U.S., Canada. So you get all that stuff for 20 bucks. Has the has the the function of calling something that's not exactly the same thing uh, with ETTE on the end, has that trickled down to flannel now? <laughs> it's flannelite. Because, you know, leatherette in the car is fairly common. I don't think they call it that anymore, but you used to say those are the leatherette seats, leatherette, leatherette seats, couch. Yeah. Now it's down to flannel. <clears throat> Your penis is penisette. It's kind of penis-like. Similar to a penis. Compared hmm. to penis. Hints of penis. <laughs> It has a hint of penis to it. <laughs> Do I detect? <laughs> Is there a penis in this? <laughs> okay. Are you done with this? You I'm done with it. You clown. Uh, bottom line is I love it. You Go love buy it. it. <clears throat> I'm loving it. Well, this one here. Hey, I'm going to do something. Yeah. <clears throat> I have to go get a beer, okay. but don't stop the episode. Just intro it. Yeah. I'm going to run and see if I can go get a beer okay. and come back and I'll I'll pick it up. Okay. Are, do you, is it one of the ones that needs a bottle opener? Yeah, it is. So, okay. So you're going to track down a bottle opener as well. I, I got it. I know where it is. I've been in your house multiple times. Just go ahead and okay. say the thing. <clears throat> go. Here we go. It's This is the Ludella Perfect. It's a safer, better luxury candle. And they're on a mission this time, guys. Um, as soon as I saw this... I didn't care what it actually was, but as soon as I saw the phrase luxury candles, I knew that we had to talk about this. Um, and I was I was even committed to doing it, even if it was going to be something like, uh, these luxury candles are hand-packed hand by, by, you know, you know. children uh-huh. that, are, that have been displaced by hurricanes or whatever. Like, I was still going to bust on this because they use the phrase luxury candles. Like, you can't... How do you not this is like this is like walking into the rap world seamless entry by the way. This is like walking into the rap world and saying I'm going to rap about pirates. How are you going to do a Kickstarter and call your ass luxury candles and yeah. expect us not to fucking track you down and put you in the crosshairs and let loose? I mean you're you're asking for it at that point. So this is this is the Ludella luxury candle. It's got a remote, okay? It does it all and I'm going to play the video for you so you so can is it not a, it's not actually like a candle. I don't actually know to what extent is a candle. Ignite the magic in your life with a simple touch. Remote The control. Ludella's perfect candle and then it comes allows on you to enjoy flame. the special moments with the ones you love. With Ludella's built-in timers, you can relax and let the candles blow themselves out. Increase your peace of mind with Ludella's tilt extinguish technology, which reduces fire danger in your home. Enjoy instant, beautiful ambiance and aromas you will delight in. Ludella burns bright and never tunnels like many traditional pillar candles, and it leaves no ugly mess. Ludella's sunset fragrance rings can be easily swapped out to enjoy the exact scented experience you you desire. Hassle-free carrying candle refills are simple to use. Just click out the old refill and pop in the new one. Ludella's refills are odor and soot-free and cost a fraction of what pillar candles cost. With Ludella's swappable candle shelves, you can quickly and affordably have the perfect candle color or texture for every occasion. 
So the inspiration for creating the Della Perfect came after I was personally in a candle fire myself. I thought to myself, there's got to be a better way to enjoy this cherished light source. So as I was thinking about it, I actually came up with what is now the perfect candle. The mission behind Ludella is better light, better lives. We bring safer, brighter, more convenient, and just better all-around candles to our customers. And we bring better lives to the global community by donating a book for every candle sold. Ludella is going to change the way the world experiences this beautiful source of real flame candlelight. And you take all the things you're not frustrated about, traditional candles. Okay, so you get the you get what's going on here. You're a big candle guy. You know all about candles. Uh, what do you think about this? JF, I love candles. Yeah. I can't get enough of candles. They smell good. In fact, I think people have started calling you Christopher McCandles. Yeah. You love them so much. Because they want to see me dead in the woods. Yeah. That's the other reason, I think. 50-50. Um, so this is, so it. I like the safety stuff of it. Because, you know, I don't, I don't like fucking with that. You leave candles on all the time. You say, fuck it, if my house burns down, so be it. I've got insurance. I don't care. I'm laughing. Yeah. I like the tilt extinguished, but also, I mean, they, they fucking, they set, they set this house up in the commercial, like, like Lestat fucking lives there. Like what the, who does this? Lights like, like 18 candles. Yeah. I like in the, I like in the movies when people do that. Some like, uh, evil lair or something. Yeah. And like, you know, 15 minutes before, like the good guy got there, the that bad guy was just around. like walking around lighting candles and stuff. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. This um, is Dracula. The one thing he loves more than blood is uh, candles. Keeping his house fresh with a nice, <laughs> like a light source that's not too harsh, you know? Um, it smells like laundry in here, Drac. <laughs> yeah, I just went to the Bed Bath & Beyond. Got a bunch of shit. Yankee Candle was having a sale. I stocked up. 30% <laughs> off. Are you freaking kidding me? Plus, I got the membership. It's weird to me that you would that anyone would do this, and I understand. I understand using candles for a scent, okay, yeah. and I understand using them as decor, I guess, a little bit. But I mean, you, you can't fucking have these like massive candles on these tiny little bases, like right underneath your drapes. Are people doing this? We had, um, we were gifted like a set of candles. It came with like a remote, but it wasn't like a real flame. Mm-hmm. It's just a light. You could change the colors and stuff like that. Yeah. Very cheap and shitty gift. Whoever gave that to us, I forget. You should be kind of like ashamed. It'd be funny if you gave it to us. I know you remember who gave it to us. Yeah. But uh, no, it was, um, so that was fine. Mm -hmm. But like having like a real flame on it, you're not getting anything out of having a real flame. You could fake it pretty well. Right. Good enough to see it from far away and say, that's Mm -hmm. a candle. You don't need a real. Right. Fucking flame on it. Yeah, they've they've totally deconstructed the, the idea of a candle to the point where I don't even know what this is anymore. Well, it's funny because they they've taken the idea of a candle and they've made it so buying candles is is insanely stupid anyway because they they don't last long enough. They never do. Right. But buying this candle, what is it called again? This is the Ludella. The Ludella, it's like it has like a scent ring in the top that you drop in. It has a scent ring, and it's very, very small. So it, it's called the Sunset. You it's have a small sh- scent ring as well. I'd like to take a look at it after we're done <laughs> recording here and take a, take a smell. I'm talking about my asshole. <clears throat> talking about your asshole, JF. Yeah, no. this little sun 
and it's hollow because it goes around the flame. So mm-hmm. it's very it's like a like a wash like a lock washer of smell. Yeah. And it go and it sits in the top here, but in, in the bottom of it, it, yeah. it needs fuel. So you, it comes with this like large. It pops out of the bottom of, is of that the what, candle. That's fuel. It's like just fucking fuel, like uh, you know okay. whatever it is. So it's almost like an electric fireplace, exactly. Because there's or a the, pilot or the, or, or the candle that you have outside for the mosquitoes or something. The okay. torch candle, right? Okay, <clears throat> same concept. But I don't get. So you're you're taking something that's a candle that's um. It expires mm-hmm. after a certain period of time, and you're taking that expiration and making the consumer rely on you for that. That's right. Even more than they would by purchasing like a regular. Because now you're re re-upping the fuel. Oh, you're re-upping a new the scent. scent ring. Yeah. You're re-upping the color because you can actually get different shells for the outside. You can go from red to yellow to whatever, and. It's so strange to me to have that that many different distinct components inside a candle. The product itself is essentially the microchip in there that extinguishes the flame when you push a button. Everything else the, is the the habit or the compulsion to overly complicate an idea to try and get money out of it mm-hmm. is it will never stop being funny to me with all these fucking kickstarters and stuff. But, all these sil- Silicon Valley turds, yeah, who try to like reinvent the wheel, mm-hmm. oftentimes legit. I mean, literally, literally yeah, right. where they fucking create like the lift mm-hmm. uh, bus, right? It's just like it's a regular bus. What are you doing? But um, it's like, no, you can use the app now. It's cool. And this, but this guy pulls out every uh, every card in the hand of the Kickstarter people. He's got the personal story. Mm-hmm. He's got the uh, we give a portion to charity because they give. Uh, let's see, every time you give Lube Della products as a gift, illuminating. Well, uh, for every candle sold, they donate a book to bring libraries to undeserved <laughs> communities around the world, starting in Uganda next February. The first charity partner books for, for Africa. every for every candle you buy. Yeah, Ludella will help charity. <laughs> That's right. The uh, the guy. The, so this is if you click on the thing up there, his name. Mm-hmm. It says collaborators on this project, Agency Two Point and Backer Kit. All right, Backer Kit, one of those marketing things. Can't get my fucking microphone to say. You're really. I don't it's, know what you're doing. It's wrapped around this computer. It's real tight. And I got no slack on my cable here. Anyway, can you see this? It wants to like fucking. Turn. Yeah, we'll just fucking tighten it up. We got to get better stuff over here you can't tighten it up where do you tighten it up at you okay. tighten it up this way and then it's back that way i gotta talk that way well just okay garbage look at this this is what we're at we're actually doing this what are we doing the fans love it the fans love getting a behind the scenes look are you happy and mike and jf now, now, if you touch it again, I'm cutting your hands off. The perfect mic placement. Agency 2.0 and BackerKit, two ma- uh, marketing firms that help uh, get the word out about these fucking shitty Kickstarters. That's right, Mike. So they'll, they'll do all the legwork in exchange for a cut. Mm-hmm. Uh, Agency 2.0 is, uh, was co-founded by the guy who created these candles, uh, Christopher, whatever the fuck his name is. Christopher McCandles, I think. Christopher McCandles. And um, 
What's funny about that is they, the Agency 2.0 thing, they were part of the second largest Indiegogo crowdfunding campaign ever, mm-hmm. which was called uh, Saunders E-Bike. It's an electronic bicycle. Right. Um, the guy who started that e-bike thing, I guess, got into a tiff with Agency 2.0. Not a JPEG? It was a whole... It was a whole fucking deal, and I guess they sued each other or something. Yeah. I don't know. But it's it's not like some guys like, oh, I want to help. Yeah. I want to help poor people right. by making this candle. Right. It's a marketing firm. That's right. Garbage. They know that, that they, they ran the tests, and they figured out, hey, we can jack up our price yeah. by $20 if we say we give $1. <clears throat> it's totally worth it. And uh, And guess what? It's very expensive. It's all these as-seen-on-TV shit. Uh, the new. This is the new. The new this block. Is the new shit. Yeah. The new. The new school. Ruth Bader Ginsburg action figure. Ugh. So now, if you want two candle devices, four carrying candle refills, which I'm guessing are the that's the fuel container, two sunset rings, the actual scent itself, without which it's just a flame sitting there doing nothing, two remotes and mounts. So you have to have one remote for each candle? I guess. So imagine what it's like if you actually had the number of candles depicted in this scene. <laughs> remotes everywhere. Just like a drawer full of remotes. Your dog's like eating them and stuff? <laughs> dog's just chewing on a remote. And two charging cables, which I'm almost sure are micro USBs. Bring the total amount of micro USB charging cables in your house to over 1,000 that you can't find anywhere. Yeah. Uh, you're going to drop down $148 and that is the super early bird price, not even the early bird price and definitely not the Kickstarter friendly price and no way is it the MSRP. Um, so who knows what this will actually ever go to market as, but they say, uh, that the, uh, the MSRP is $130 for these things. And I know candles are not cheap. If you go you go get a scent you love and a big heavy candle with a glass thing, whatever, I know that's probably gonna cost you twenty bucks or whatever. A hundred and thirty bucks for one candle. And that's gonna include one scent ring. I thought you I thought you were just messing around. I thought you were like <laughs> Or two scent rings. Or no no one no one hundred and thirty is the MSRP of the super the, early bird candle, starter set. For the candle device Two candle refills, that's the fuel, one scent ring, and one remote, and a wall mount for the remote, I guess. For the remote, and right. And one charging cable. So you can have these remotes just pasted bucks. all over your walls. Mm-mm-mm. 130 bucks, you get one scent. And you see how small the scent ring is, right? Yeah. You can how see it right now. That... You, have it, you have it hanging out of your back shorts. Come on, dude. <clears throat> the scent ring. Look at it's it. I mean, look, look, look how, look how thin, I mean, again, please don't make this about my asshole. <laughs> look how thin the scent ring is. Yeah. That's thin as hell. And it's red as well. <laughs> it's red and there's shit coming out of it. All right. But it is micro USB as it says right there. So that's awesome. You can have another one of those. So this really sucks to me. This is the most over-engineered yeah. product I can this remember having cl- seen. This is a classic bad product. Yep. But. Think of all the waste going into this. Manufacturing the the shell 
for the it's not a it's not fake or it's not real. It's like fake wax on the outside because it doesn't melt. Well, Just this will, truly this will, uh, depriving you of anything you would actually enjoy from a candle. This will never get funded. There's like, no way. Listening to the scent, listen, listening to the wick crackle. No, you don't have that. Uh, uh, smelling a nice scent touching, for a long time. Touching some of the wax, sp- getting it spilled on you while you have a boner and stuff. Well, all those good parts gone. Some I'll, people like different things. So. Eleven thousand eight hundred and sixty-two dollars mm-hmm. of twenty thousand dollars. So thirty-six thirty-six days ago. Definitely will get funded. I think it's getting funded. Yeah, man, that really sucks to me. It does suck. People love crappy shit. Crappy shit, yeah. Head on over to our Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash your Kickstarter sucks. Bonus episodes and more giveaways and things of that nature. Um, oh, boy. Jeff, what I got for you here. How you doing, Vern? I'm thinking about Ernest a lot lately. Yeah? You got Ernest on the brain? I, f- I think I've come down with a very severe case of Ernest brain. Hey. <laughs> remember that? Remember that when he would see like a, something nasty? So big. It would cut to like the him as an old woman and he would go, hey. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he would also, so he was sort of like a, in a way, I think he sort of started the clumps. Yeah. Yeah, the whole family of little Ernest guys he was. None of the fat suit, I guess, though. Although fat Ernest? Do we have something? Could it happen? Do we have something here? Um, He's dead, though. He died of cancer. Yep. So. So. Anyway, mm. enough about that, idiot. Uh, this is called Stroke Call 911. Now, yeah. when you hear Stroke Call 911, mm-hmm. you're usually like, oh, I got to get over to Mike's house. Mm-hmm. He just sent me Stroke Call 911. I got to get over there and jack his penis off. <laughs> Because that's usually what I send to your beeper. I look at my pager. Yeah. <laughs> 911. <laughs> uh, this is a guy trying to sell a book, JF. Yeah, and it's very weird. It's very, very, very weird. All of the graphics in this thing are super strange. This guy's apparently a doctor, Dr. M.A. Kazmi. Mm-hmm. The description on this stroke damages the brain. Stroke victims have the best chance of recovery if they. Or observers recognize the symptoms and act quickly. And that's true. Yeah, I'm not going to We're all familiar with the FAST method. That's right. Uh, To recognize a stroke, number one, look at the face. Some other ones. Mm -hmm. Oh, here it is. Arm. Ask to raise both arms. That's right. Speech. Ask them to speak a sentence. And then T, time the onset of stroke. So you order some food if it gets there before a guy dies. (laughs) He's definitely having a stroke. Shouldn't take that long. That's right. Um, but yeah, the graphics are the real sell of this one. Uh, and one of these graphics says a little kid. It says, Grandpa's having a stroke. And it's got 911 written on the phone, so you know who he's calling. That's right. But the guy is, is doing this Kickstarter to try and uh, sell a book about stroke prevention. Yeah, it's hard to understand what would actually be the content. Awareness. Awareness, man. The, are the graphics not so funny? They're very good. They're they're. I would have thought I would make them. They're so bad. Come on, you're good at <clears> graphics. <throat> my stepdad had a stroke. Here comes the chuckles part. Game. My stepdad had a stroke, and he was all fucked up. Yeah, and he was like seventy years old. Right. And like one of the first things he told me when I got to the hospital or whatever to go see him was like a. Uh, 
you got to change your diet up. You don't want to end up like me. And I was like, damn, dude, I just came to like say hi to you and you're fucking putting all this pressure on me. So anyway, I put a pillow over his face. Right. <laughs> passed away peacefully. Nur- nurses were n- never the wiser. No, but he, he had a stroke, man. And he's all fucked up now. He can't uh, mm-hmm. lift like his right arm and stuff. Yeah. So I just hit him with that left hook and he can't come back. He can't fucking do anything. He's just sitting there and I'm just wailing on him. No. He's utterly defenseless at this point. I love it. Remember that time that you uh, <laughs> just bringing up shit from when I was like 16? <laughs> Remember when you told me to hang up the phone when I was talking to my friend and it was it was 9 o'clock? It was like 8.59 and my the time for the phone was 9 o'clock. <laughs> About to hang your old ass up, motherfucker. <laughs> well, so he also wrote a book called Alzheimer's is Treatable. Which is just like some real like pulled off of Wikipedia shit that he put in an ebook for free. I don't. There's no. I don't understand what the upside of these scams is. The ebook scam has got to be so good. People must be into it because it's like passive income, right? You write something. That's the hard work. You write something, put it in a PDF. That's the hard work. You sit it out there. It's it. It can sit out there on Amazon or whatever mm-hmm. for however long. You don't have to pay for it to be out there, right? That's the idea. But the truth is there are billions of them. So yeah. no one will ever look at it. No one's ever going to buy this guy's book that says, uh, Alzheimer's is super bad, by the way. Look at this bizarre graphic that he's got in this book. It's a stick figure man with a rectangle as a body, and it has 13 facts about Alzheimer's within. And the stick figure is making a sad face. So this guy, I mean, this guy is an actual neurologist. And he seems to be completely crazy. But you gotta hire a graphic designer. I think this is I think this is one of the things of like now we are so used to communicating in memes. Well, I just just digitally. We're used to communicating visually online. And if someone does not have that skill, you think there's something wrong with this person. Yeah. When the truth is they're just not effective communicators in this medium, right? The memes thing is like so powerful because <clears throat> 4chan guys like knew that memes were like insanely powerful, so they weaponized them and turned them into like the alt right shit. Where um, you you ever like uh, go on Twitter Mm-mm. and see literally anyone's anyone any politician's replies? Oh yeah, like the first ten or so are just like memes, and it doesn't matter if they make sense. Or they're coherent. They just they're there to serve a purpose, and the purpose is to get the other person or uh, people from the other side to argue with you and waste their time mm-hmm. and blah blah blah. Right. And you don't have to talk to them, or if you do talk to them, you don't have to make sense. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. None In fact, of it matters. Better if you don't, because all they're doing is trying to get you to waste their time or go around in circles or whatever. Right. Which is the fucking. Which is the fucking idea behind like having a discussion or like an argument or debate or whatever. It's pointless. That's right. You're never going to change anyone's fucking mind by like talking to them. It's the most ridiculous concept I've ever heard of. Yeah. It'll never happen. You can't be like – you're not going to sit down with like an alt-right guy and be like, well, you know what? Yeah. Actually. (laughs) Yeah. Now here comes comes into the old email that one black guy who converted one – KKK member or whatever the fuck it is. Oh yeah, that guy. Like, all right, man. I don't know, man. This is it's 
Now they're best friends. They go get coffee every day or whatever. Meanwhile, the white guy, the whole time he's drinking coffee, isn't sitting over there going inward, 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 inward. Yeah, exactly. Like the whole time. Come it's on. The, it's, it's a fucking disease. Yeah. Racism and fucking stupidity. And a lot of people have a terminal case of both. That's right. I think I think people really I think you really could convince someone, hey, you know, with the thoughts that you're thinking are prejudicial. You know, if someone if someone was like, uh, you know, I don't like it when my tax dollars go to you know, these other people or whatever. If you could just say, well, look, you know, actually, remember that time that you needed help and you got some help and everything was better after that? They don't they don't they don't they don't think that way. No, though. no, racists don't. But I'm saying someone who just has like the very ordinary prejudices. I think you could eventually yeah. get someone like that to be like, oh, yeah, I guess that is true. Like when it happens to me, it's fucked up. And what I need to realize is that the world is actually just full of seven billion other me's. Yeah, they so don't th- they don't have that ability to like. It, but d- true racists. Yeah, true racists are like. Oh, I'm prejudiced. Yeah, I know. That's yeah, I don't the care. point of what I'm doing. Yeah. I am I deserve to be above. So yeah, the the fuck the obsession with debate. Like they all want to they all want to be debated. Cuz they think that it's because they cannot lose. It's so weird. They can't lose. You know? Because the fact that you are even and this is what happened. The fact that you are even designating them as important enough to <clears> debate <throat> with. You have already lost. Yep. The debate is over. That's right. The debate is you with yourself trying to figure out how I'm going to deal with this motherfucker. How am, can, I how still can I walk, am, am, am I still going to go out here with a straight face and say nonviolence is the answer? Dr. King wouldn't have wanted us to be violent. Am I going to be that motherfucker for the rest of yeah. my life? Saying that we got to sit there and be cool with all these people? Or am I going to start busting some heads? That's what the fucking debate is. It, it's, a, it's a problem with... So I used, to, I used to think very backwards things when I was younger. Sure. As I'm sure everyone did or a majority of people not me but yeah when you're younger you agree with south park and things like that you're like uh right i think saying tranny's cool yeah and blah 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 and you grow up and you realize oh that's just uh not only is that like wrong to do because it could hurt someone's feelings or um it's not even like it could hurt someone's feelings it's like it's lazy to rely on that stuff Mm -hmm. in like comedy but it's also like uh I don't really want to be involved in that mm-hmm. because it's like a whole fucking thing. That's right. Uh, and I'm not saying like that's the only reason why you shouldn't uh, use the N-word or scream the N-word. <laughs> but it's like um, you got to decide if you're that type, if you're if you want to be that person or not. Yeah. And I don't want to be that person. But a lot of people have no problem being that person. They have no problem saying like uh, – you know, because they don't have the ability to be introspective. I think. Yeah, I think that's true. They don't have to. They, they don't have the ability to think beyond some primal uh, feeling of I need to get this or I want that or mm-hmm. I need to satisfy what's good for me or whatever. It's it's very yeah. Weird. They're very low on the hierarchy. They don't and, and and you know we all say some stuff that we regret. Not me, but. Yeah, I mean, you'll get on the what stream and just yeah, just really let loose. Let loose for, but my, I have I have family members who are, who who think, like I was telling a story about my aunt or whatever, her cousin or her her son being like downtown in the bad part of town mm-hmm. or whatever. But it's a it's a it's a sickness or a disease in that you're blinded by it because 
my whole family, a lot of my family members, just shit on people who are on welfare. Right. More specifically, black people who are on welfare. Yeah. They will just, if the subject comes up, they will just shit on them. Mm -hmm. And it's like, that's cool to do because that's not me. Yeah. Meanwhile, I don't know why you're why you're saying like black people on welfare are bad when like your own daughter was on like welfare for like however many years or sure. I'm not saying like that's bad or whatever. But she's but a just good like the, person. Exactly. Like it's 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 us against them. Mm-hmm. It's like that mentality and stuff. It's and it's never going to get better. It's it's kind of sad seeing that going back to my stepdad having a stroke. It's sad seeing someone in like the twilight of their life still thinking that way still not getting it and it's like you're not it's not going to get through to you yeah that's he right. he said when we were up there last i don't know if he listens to the show or not because he knows i does i do the show i'm mm-hmm. sorry if you do but your whole thinking is fucked up um well he said when we were up there that uh trump was going to go down as one of the best presidents of all time and i was like just how do you even get there out of my mind yeah like are you what do you do all day I mean, even to, even to think that on your own, like there's one thing to, to delude yourself, but to be to be of the mind that everyone is in agreement that this is good is like, holy shit! Like you're on fucking Mars. Yeah, you can't see the writing on the wall now. Yeah. Then, like, I understand. I kind of understand being at election time, right? You're 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 in. You're still fucking like drunk. That's from right. The fucking whole moment and everything. I can see that. It's gonna go down as the best president of all time. That's fine. Yeah. If you want to do it back then. But now, it's a little different. Yeah, but like right now, where basically he goes on TV and just wipes his ass all day. He just said he just said that his, his son met with Russians yeah. to get information. He just tweeted that That's the other right. day. And it was like before, it was like, oh, they just met to talk about a guy. Also, he wasn't there. And he wasn't there. And there was never meaning. If yeah. there was a meaning, it's not illegal. And yeah. I just don't understand how people can see that and be like, Hey, well, you know what? He's yeah. going to be the best president of all time. It just blows my mind. In what world would it not even be like, well, ma- like best case scenario would be like, <laughs> well, you know what? He really turned it around there at the end. But for the first two years were like a complete clusterfuck. Like what in what objective reality yeah. could that not even be a part of the narrative? It's so insane to think that. But it, does, it, does, it doesn't matter because because he doesn't have the, the introspective quality that he needs to yeah. think, why am I thinking this? Yeah. Why am I why am I possessed of this notion? And then he would actually probably come upon some truth somewhere. He would probably eventually figure out, well, look, I need to believe this because it's crucial to the way that I've lived my 70 years on earth that <clears throat> this that X Y and Z be true. And Trump embodies those things or whatever. If if he were if he were that self-aware, that right. would be one thing, right? Yeah. If he were like I need this is you know, yeah, I understand he's not a good president. He's a fucking idiot. But you know what? He's a Republican and that's mm-hmm. who I am or whatever. That'd be one thing. But right. just saying like he's doing a great job is just so fucking mind boggling to me. It's crazy. I've never understood it. it. Yeah. And it's it's people that are not equipped to deal with the language, which is this fucking guy here, which is a fucking doctor, which is like Ben Carson, right? Yeah. Like a guy who went to school for 20 years and then came out so fucking dumb still. This guy, he's like, well, I know what I'm going to do to get people to be more aware of strokes, which, why does that, you think people don't know what strokes are? <laughs> or you think people, like, you think someone was looking at another guy having a stroke and it was like, oh, he's fine. What the hell is he doing? 
What is this a joke? Flopping around. Now that's funny. I've now I've seen you do this before, and this is funny. Get up there. Get up off the ground. Quit farting around. Come on, <laughs> goddammit. We gotta go. <laughs> Just yelling at him. But this guy is a fucking he's a he's a neurologist and he thinks it might be good to do a couple pictures of himself making stroke out faces and put them uh, That's him actually. He's doing this. Do you do that face when you stroke out? Like if uh when your wife goes to bed or whatever, are you like ah. I'm about to show you the motherfucking face. You're about to see the face, my man. About to go off on him. Um look, here's the see no evil monkeys that he decided to appropriate for what is don't this? Do, don't do this covering his mouth yeah uh covering his ears covering his eyes don't okay. do this so if i see if i see one of my loved ones having like a conniption fit don't cover your ears don't, up don't cover my eyes call nine one. Okay. so look this is this is this is an inherent good i guess somebody stumbles on this and they're a fucking idiot. They don't know what a stroke is. Now yeah. they learn the signs of a stroke from this guy. I want you to watch the video. There's no words, so but I'm just going to play it in the background. While you, you need to see the video. Yeah, so this video is like a, a, a movie trailer. But all the intercuts are the same images on this Kickstarter where just yeah. bad, bad memes. Stroke is bad. Pasted over a Kindle. <laughs> Brain attack. Brain attack. And there's a blind guy, which that doesn't have anything. That has to nothing do. to do with it. Now here's him doing a face. And failure is not an option. I mean, this guy is probably like a very normal. I mean, yeah. you know what? I bet if he's a, he's one of those doctors where you go to him and he's like, "Hey, how's your hammer hanging?" Like he does some kind of. Maybe he's doing. Maybe he's doing a bit. And that that'd be funny. That'd be funny if he's doing a bit. I, that would be, that would be heretofore unseen levels. Kaufman level of doctor funniness. Um, what is it? What does it have? Twenty five bucks. Thirty five bucks of five grand. Fifty seven days to go. So you're not going to get the five grand. This guy probably makes like two hundred grand a year. No shit, dude. That's another thing, right? Why are you on Kickstarter if you're a fucking neurologist or something? You need fucking five grand to do this ebook. You sell sell have... one of your fucking BMWs, you shithead. Prick. <laughs> Just unloading on this guy. <laughs> Taking it out on him. <laughs> Probably Fuck like you. a nice guy. <laughs> you stupid bitch. Anyways, that's stroke call 911. So. Jesse, that's the six pack. No, I didn't do my last one, dum dum. I'm calling it. You're calling it right now? I'm calling it early. Come on, this one's so good. I got to do this last one. And it fits <sighs> okay. into the theme. It fits into the theme. Okay, I'll let you do this one. It was going to be a five pack, but. Since I'm here. This guy is another doctor. This is Dr. Errol Nagy, Ph.D. He's a student of metaphysical sciences, okay? Uh, and he's uh, some big-time smart guy. I don't know what his problem is. He uh, is uh, he's, he's, he's starting this project called This is a Self-Help Book to Personal Gun Safety Awareness. So I figured, you know, you've got your scam ebook for strokes. Mm-hmm. How about I do a scam ebook? For gun safety. Okay. Now, your guy wanted how much? He wanted $5,000? Yeah. Okay, Dr. Nagy wants $23,650. Sounds good. Um, and your guy had um, memes where he had just pasted the words that he wanted to over clip art? Yeah, well, so does my guy. But guess what? 
He also throws in pilfered photos of Emma Gonzalez. <laughs> um, the uh, Oh, my God, this shirt's so bad. One of the outspoken survivors of uh, the, the Parkland shootings. Um, yeah, you got a little Be Safe t-shirt. It's two smiley faces. Look, so the, so this guy is not a graphic artist. Okay, he's not a graphic designer. He's not a screen printer. Mm-hmm. He's not an artist. He's a doctor. God damn it, Star Trek. But what he didn't do was uh, use the magic eraser tool on the outside of these smiley faces. So it's just like a big block where he obviously just copied it off Google Images or something. That's correct. <laughs> but the front says "Be safe," and it's got these two. Just horny smiley faces on the shirt. They look like they're in the process of busting. And in the back has a another guy with his thumbs up. Another happy face guy. Different smiley face guy. Possibly maybe being cut? maybe it's the guy who it's the guy after he nutted. Okay. And the other smiley face lady left. Yeah. And he's like, I just got my fucking nut off. Mm-hmm. There's still some fucking jizz dribbling out of the end of my dick. Damn, so he just did. So he just did it, yeah. Yeah, that's sick. I got to waddle to the bathroom cupping my fucking balls and dick right? to hope none of the cum seeps out. We need to come up with a tool for that. Maybe like a... A bib. Yeah, like a ball bib? Gum bib. (laughs) But he says, uh, the back of the shirt says, we will make a difference, inform, Mm -hmm. educate, prevent. Yeah. It's an orange shirt. Great. Pretty great. He says here, the government and police can't stop deadly shootings. When they come, it is too late. We can't wait for another report to be published or another vote or another bill to be passed. Next year is too late. Lives are lost. Many lives are lost. Children's mothers. He does say children's. Mothers, fathers, brothers, sisters, friends, and guests. We could be next. Not my guests. I hate when my guests get shot. It sucks so bad. We lost over 500 guests this year alone. The shootings. Uh, five young people and their companions. <laughs> five companions. <laughs> um, so this is great because it's another one of those things where, like, they present a problem mm-hmm. that's endemic to our society right now, and they offer a solution. The only solution is to give them $20,000. Yeah, it's weird. But at least the guys who normally do the $20,000 grift are like, hey, we'll do a bulletproof backpack. Yeah. Which I think those guys were out of the scammers, right? Those guys were scammers, yeah, because they just bought. We did this backpack a while oh, yeah, ago. Yeah, they were just buying the third party stuff from. They were Alibaba. buying the shit from Alibaba, and it wasn't like rated for like rifle fire or something. It was rated for like the the worst handgun fire. Yeah, but even then, it was like not not good. But they uh, canceled the Kickstarter. That's right, because that's they got found out or something. But they were like Rhino backpacks or some shit like that. Yeah. Um. Now, but at least they had a product. It was a shitty one, and it was um, a, a scammy one, and it was um, cruel. But at least they shipped something. This guy wants to do an ebook, and look at one of these pages that he previews here: "Ultimate Guide to Gun Safety Awareness at Home, School, Church, and in the Workplace" by Dr. Errol Nagy. Inform, educate, and prevent. Never again, supporter against gun violence. Your name goes here, and then he leaves. One, two, three, four, five lines for you to write your name. For your fam. In in the book where everyone can sign your book and say, I'm not going to murder my family. My family. Then he's also producing stickers. Uh, I am driving safely. That's a remind me sticker. So you can put I am driving safely on the back of your car. And that will remind the police officer that you are actually I have a gun in the car. <laughs> <laughs> I have a gun in the car. This is just a sticker that says that. That's right. Uh, the money will also go towards setting up a computerized 
mm-hmm. online safety site. They're going to computerize the safety site where sponsors can take a safety course. This They already do this. NRA fucking gun safety bullshit that they already do, you idiot. I actually... I- <laughs> I actually saw today that there was there was a big active shooter drill in our county at the schools. Really? Yeah. Where the fire, the EMS, the the cops all get together and pretend there's somebody murdering a bunch of kids in the school. <laughs> active shooter drill. I hope that somebody got his candles out of the. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. You know, drill the poster. Yeah. Fi- uh, the Twitter guy. Yeah. The other guy. Yeah. Oh, drill. Yeah. It's kind of a funny twist on words there. Yeah, I'm going to take a picture of what you just said. I'm going to put it next to something that Drill has said. <laughs> and then we're going to... And then we're going to laugh. Uh, risks and challenges. The learning curves to publishing an ebook will be a challenge that we will overcome. So he doesn't know how to do an ebook. That's something. Uh, he says, never again do we want to see what occurred below. And then he lists a bunch of shootings. So maybe a little bit. Yeah, it's always good, I think, when you list a bunch of tragedies in your marketing copy. It's always very good to do. Yeah, this document is a reason you should give me money. Now, here's a bunch of people who died. All those kids at Sandy Hook. You don't want to end up like those, do you? Give me some money. The book will be around 125 to 150 pages. And packed with information. Do you know how few fucking pages that is? No. That's uh, that's what you call not too many pages. Because the first, like, ten are going to be him saying the fucking enormous title. Then you've got another ten for writing your name in the book. He's not going to do anything. This is total garbage. Our greatest concern, it says under the risks and challenges here, our greatest concern is that we will not get fully funded through the Kickstarter campaign and again turn on the computer or TV to see another deadly shooting has taken place. So it's like, it's in your hands. Do you want it, uh, another shooting, or do you want to fund this Kickstarter? Which he's one do you want to do? He's also going to list the first 100 sponsors in the book. Yeah. So there's where another few pa- pages are going, to listing people from the Just Kickstarter. Just padding it out? Yeah. <laughs> That's so clutch. Is that not amazing? The last, the last 800 pages of the book will be all of the people who died from guns. There's no way that that's not going to happen. That's yeah. that's what this would be. This book is dedicated to the memory oh of him. It's like all the kids. That's so bad. What a piece of garbage. 350 bucks, you get a Be Safe t-shirt, a digital copy of the book, a limited edition Take it with you. hardcover. So that's one for the... <clears throat> that's passed down to the family. Yeah. Um, you also get a uh, two paperbacks, two... Ultimate Guide to Guns. Well, that's just the name of the book. So he says two paperbacks plus two of the book. But he's already said hardcover, digital, and paper. I don't. Is there another way to get a book besides hardcover, paperback, and digital? <laughs> has he just has he figured out another way to get the book out there? I'm not sure. And then you get a free computerized. Also, oh, he's, he's going to computerize the course. Like, and that's not cheap to computerize it. No, you got to take the course, sh- put it on, do code on it. Yeah. Everything like that. So just an absolute, I mean, if you just want, look, if you just want the ebook, it's only 15 bucks, which is pretty much <clears> the <throat> price of a brand new, uh, like triple a publisher ebook. So why, uh, my question is why wouldn't you just give this information away for free? If your intent is to help people 
be prepared for gun violence? Why wouldn't you give it away for free? Mm-hmm. And the answer is, of course, because this guy is full of shit. Because right. this is a scam. Well, at least at least we know this much. At least he got Emma Gonzalez's permission to put her <laughs> in the advertising... A child, by the way. Yeah. To put her in the advertising copy of his fucking thing. And then link um, a speech she made in February as if it is about his book. That's cool. A motivational uh, video from Emma Gonzalez. Wow, that's so cool. I guess she's already read the book. If you scroll down there, all the kids from Sandy Hook are giving a thumbs up about mm-hmm. the book, and they say, like, buy this book. That's really cool. That I is, didn't know they... That's kind of neat, yeah. So, uh, $0, 23000 um, This guy is a, a real piece of garbage, so... Navy from Gibraltar to Haiti, putting holes in your souls and charming your ladies. And by ladies, you mean ladies of 180. Or if they're dressed like you're dressed, you might be just banging me. How many semen have- oh, okay, so that was a homophobic. That was a nice little <clears throat> homophobic line they did on that one. You might be banging mateys. Oh my god, I don't want to be banging a matey. I'm no longer a fan of what's this guy's name? Captain Dan. In the Captain Dan, room. after what I heard today. So you're done with him? Done with him. Watch. I'm throwing away all of my Captain Dan. And the scurvy crew CDs. You really expect me to believe that you're going to leave? That's like part of your identity. You're going to leave that all behind, huh? Well, I'm going to I'm going to stop listening to it so much. Well, compromise. I'm I'm going to say that I could detect some weasel words in what you were just saying. Okay. (laughs) Well, that's a six pack JF for real this time. This one is that really is what it was. So that's it. So uh, I guess we can do the next thing in the show, which is to do a belly off. That's where you come in. That's where you come in. This is the mailbag segment of the show. Your Kickstarter sucks at gmail.com. Why don't you write in and say some stuff? Tell us about what your, um, Let's see. Tell us, tell us about. Okay, so Mike was saying, uh, hmm, what should we do? Okay, embarrassing family members. Mm-hmm. You were talking about your embarrassing family. I was talking about my wife's embarrassing family. Why don't you send us in a story about your embarrassing family? Your Kickstarter sucks at gmail.com, or you can leave us a voicemail eight zero two three five nine piss. Sorry about that, guys. It was the last number that they um <clears throat> had. So we're going to go ahead and read some emails right now. All right, Mike. I'm reaching into my big bag. Got my big bag here. Opening it up, Mike. You ready to see what's in my bag? Mm-hmm. What's okay. in there? Okay. I'm excited. Okay. I'm sure you heard it in my voice. Yeah. Well, look at this. We got another mic writing in. You ever heard of such a thing? Two mics? What? Mike writes in, hey guys, I have a question for Mike. Okay. Is it a third Mike? Is what there... the fuck's going on? <laughs> I'm upside down. Because I was just listening to an early episode in which you said you were trying vegetarianism. I am curious about how that worked out. Also, I was wondering if you tried it because of your empathy for pickles, the pig you are extremely fond of spending time with. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, Mike, for the email. So, Mike, no problem. Answer, oh, answer for your fucking crimes against vegetarians. Veg- I'm not. I'm not like a full vegetarian, right? I just had. We just had chicken today. 
Yeah. But like in most meals that I will prepare for myself mm-hmm. or most meals that I will have, it's usually more vegetables than meat. I don't I don't prefer meat. I'm not like a meathead, you know? So those guys are like, I gotta have steak. I gotta eat steak. I need a fucking burger. People who make it about their identity. The fucking best meal to me is Brussels sprouts. Cut them down the middle. Right. Roast those bitches on a fucking cookie sheet thing. Yeah. A little olive oil on there, some sea salt. Ooh. Get some quinoa. Fucking bingo bango, you're good to go. Mm-hmm. I don't think like my um, ultimate meal is like a fucking T-bone steak. Now, steak, oh. steak is not that good. <clears throat> I don't know. I don't have like a – I'll have like meat cravings sometimes where I have to I, – I, I want the feeling of like tearing into something with my teeth. I think that's normal. Maybe I think it's that's, not. No, I think that's right. But more – The ritual of eating a rib off the rib bone I think yeah. is pretty good. You know, Plus ribs are good. Better than steak. That's for – But I'll eat a fucking celebration roast or fucking – yeah. Um, you know, tofurkey any day of the goddamn week. I've always, ever since I was a kid, so my mom um, got bitten by one of those ticks that makes you allergic to beef and pork, like late in life. Yeah. So, I mean, so she grew up eating, you know, sausage biscuits and fucking uh, hamburgers and steaks and um, all that kind of stuff. And then, and then all of a sudden just immediately had to stop doing that. Um, and she's not like a big cook anyways. So for her, it was kind of a difficult adjustment, but so she would take to making turkey bacon for breakfast. And honestly, I like turkey bacon just as much, if not more than pork bacon. And I know pork bacon has that fantastic quality. Like you can't replace the crackly outside of it. I mean, there's no way you can replicate it, but as far as a flavor goes, like a really lean turkey bacon, it still gets pretty crispy. It's still got that salty, you know, flavor. It's still cured in the same way or whatever. I kind of like the turkey bacon. If they had a, if they had a, uh, which is not vegetarian. Sorry, I'm just saying. As far as alternatives go, yeah. If I could drink like a soylent type thing that didn't taste like shit, mm-hmm. and I wasn't full. I mean, if I, I wasn't like hungry anymore, yeah, that'd be so fucking clutch for me. Yeah. I don't, I don't enjoy. Eating like different kinds of foods, mm-hmm. I don't enjoy like uh, ooh, what is this? <laughs> yeah. Like uh, oh, chante. <laughs> yeah. I'm that guy. Escargot. I, I don't give a shit about like uh, fancy food or whatever. Mm-hmm. I just if I'm hungry, I'll like eat whatever the fuck is around. Is yeah. around. So like, um, I don't know. It's not like a big crisis of conscience for me to switch from meat to vegetarianism. Mm-hmm. I'll do it problem is this it sucks <laughs> there's not a yeah. i have to either get better at cooking so i can prepare vegetarian meals mm-hmm. or get like a box thing or just eat the same shit all the time which is fucking dope for me mm-hmm. because i would i would 1000 percent do that i would eat brussels sprouts every day of the week so um, you need to figure out a system where like you can go home and there's brussels sprouts on your doorstep when you get yeah his, like that's what you need to figure out but i have a kid too so i have to make him yeah Dinner. That's true. Uh, I got a wife and everything, and it's like you gotta you got prepare up. meals. Right. So it's it's not as simple as I actually also. I'm I'm a, I'm in agreement with you. I do love trying new foods. I love eating everything under the sun. I, I I get off on eating all this weird shit. Yeah. But like having a wife and kids has 
totally sapped any enjoyment I ever got out of cooking. Like I don't, I can't do and it anymore. The rest of life too. It just totally wow. drains any enjoyment, happiness you feel. They don't eat anything that I cook, so I don't cook yeah. anymore. I'm not, Drew has the same problem. Yeah, where I'm not fucking cooking for you guys. You know, I'm gonna eat this shit. You know, so you guys can eat your fucking peanut butter sandwiches. You know, you can eat your cereal. And the wife can go get hot wings from Buffalo Wild Wings, whatever she wants. She's got a craving for those, whatever. I made I made hot wings at home that were much better. Mm-hmm. I did them the really like up my ass out in brown way, where I fucking I took them, um, I steamed them in the trays. I got all the fat out of there, double baked them. They were crispy as hell. Made my own homemade sauce, all the shit. And she eats them. She's like, eh, too sweet. You know? Yeah, doesn't like it or whatever. So it's what. So there's no point in going through all that shit. Now, when I go out to eat, I'm to get like I'm to get the weirdest, like the craziest, biggest meals, whatever. But as far as being at home goes, <clears> like mm-hmm. you could just mainline fucking just one thing in me all day long. I don't care. It's as long just, as you're not hungry, right? Because yeah. that, that's fucking. When I wake up in the morning and I drive to work, I don't eat breakfast, and I drive to work and get halfway to work, and I'm like, fuck, I should stop somewhere like Starbucks because mm-hmm. I'm like starving, right. and I'm like, I know it's gonna pass. I know it's like temporary. It's a temporary thing. So mm-hmm. I'm like, fucking just ignore it, dude. So I ignore it. I get to work. I get my coffee, get my gum, mm-hmm. um, flossing at my desk now. Oh, boy. Doing my vitamin at my desk. Wow. But I'm like, uh, <clears throat> I know that it's going to pass. But at this, it's like in that moment, I'm like, fuck, I should like stop and get some food. Impulse control, baby. It sucks. Yeah. It sucks dick. Whereas, uh, you know, I'll go all day without eating. I don't care. Yeah. Doesn't bother me. There needs to be like a drive through Brussels sprout place. Million dollar idea. Brussels, let's see. What would it call it? Uh, sprouts, sprouts and out. Yep. Sprouts and out over here. The sprout stop. Oh, baby. They have fucking drive throughs in Ohio. They don't have them down here for some reason. We don't. Not, drive, not fast food drive throughs I'm talking about like you drive through somewhere and you get a pop. You ever heard oh, of that? Oh, you're talking about like convenience stores? Yeah, like a drive through convenience. They don't have them down here in the South for some yeah. reason. Yeah, we so like get, we like getting out of our truck to go get our sugar. They got Lazy. they got they got drive-throughs up north. Yeah, and they got fucking uh, drive-through coffee places mm-hmm. out west, Pacific Northwest, and they don't. What are, I don't I can't think of any more regional type stuff that they would have. We talking about down here for drive-through that they wouldn't have anywhere else, or just like any other region, they have like a weird like a fucking. I don't know. Spaghetti place that you can walk up and get. Well, in Florida, in Florida, if you go through, there are drive throughs in Florida where you'll pull through and they'll hit you in the head with a hammer so you're stupid like everyone else in Florida. Is that true? You can do those one time a year. You can do that. Make you stupider. Finally, we got something here from John. John says, hey, fellas, I've been wondering where the Dukeless theme song came from. Is there a library out there with other music like it? Also, please enjoy this extremely stupid remix that I made. So let's play this remix. I haven't heard it yet. Mm. <laughs> mm. This goes. This man chop and screw the douche. Chop and screw the fucking whole thing. 
this. Uh, so it was just I took some farts and then I put them over top. <laughs> but over, thank you for for the remix, John. That was great. Uh, I think I it was a it, people know what it is, but I forget. It's Diddy Kong Racing or. I think so. I think it's Diddy Kong Racing, and I put some farts over it. It just sounded like a silly little carnival theme to me. So, thank that's you for the, the chopped and screwed the version. DJ Screw over here. Yeah. Hey, let me read one more. <clears throat> hey, sure. You got time? You got to be somewhere? Well, that's fine. Go ahead. Uh, John says, hey, uh, both of you guys, it seems like you don't ship stickers to the UK. Are there any other means of getting my hands on one? Happy to cover any extra shipping costs. Uh, remember to breathe, he says. Nod to the. Oh yeah. That app. Mm-hmm. I'll send you one, John. I won't send anybody else one. Don't don't fucking write in, and say where's my sticker? I live in fucking, you know, London or what have you. Mm-hmm. Not doing it. But this guy Yard, mm-hmm. I'll probably do. It. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, if I figure out how to do it, I'll do it. We did it one time for somebody in Canada, but nobody else. It turned out to be easier than I realized. Yeah, but well, don't say that because then everybody will be. Well, I didn't know that you could go to PayPal and select where you were sending it to, and it would do the cut. Cu- I was worried about customs, but it turns out yeah. that you can do it. But I don't know how much it costs. So. I think it was like ten dollars. John, we'll we'll get you. I'll throw some stuff in for you. Okay. And you felt the need to read that out loud. You wanted him to know. Uh, I did it because we have to give some other stuff away. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, oh, uh, the thing from the last. Oh, so last week we asked you to write in with uh, if you wanted to win the big Chloe has chlamydia book. Contest the book that we a hardcover book that we uh, paid for. We gave it a rave review. We told you to write in with a description of Jesse's penis and uh, the. I think I think yeah. I know. I can't remember if we said the best description would win or the first description. We said the, would we win. Said the first one would Let's win. Go with that, so nobody gets mad. We said the first one would win. And who was the first? Who was the first fella there? The first one that wrote in. Uh, was a man named Brayden H. So Brayden, Brayden, you did fuck it's up, Brayden. Shine, buddy. Um, you actually fucked up several times. Number one, you fucked up by misspelling my name. Number two, you fucked up by not uh putting the description in the first email. You had to follow it up with it. Uh, it was still first though. <laughs> um, and then you fucked up by not putting your address in the email. Uh, so three fuck ups and just two emails from you. Well, you're still a winner. We That's the won. YKS promise. That's right. You can fuck up as many times as you want. Three strikes and you're out. No way. No three way. strikes. You're, you're in. in. <laughs> so Braden, uh, please send us your address and we'll send you the Chloe has chlamydia book and you have to read it. So that's it. That's the show. That's it for the show, guys. Uh, thanks for listening. Oh, this is my last show too. I'm I'm done doing the show. So thank okay. you guys so much for all the years and of work and what one year of. The show that support and everything. Yeah. So I, I'll see you guys uh, never. Yeah, no problem, Mike. Listen, it's been fun dealing with you. Um, hasn't been a big pain in the ass at all. So yep. thanks a lot, bud. And I'll see you. Uh, I'm going to close the computer and then I'll turn around and look at you. So see ya. Hey, there you are. Hey. <laughs>